self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r on point and tiktok at eddie b talking and I could be found at red underscore calamity on Instagram. And that's it. Um, also, we're still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question, comment, read it later that you would like for us to talk about on the show, you can either contact us on social media or send us an email through our email, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. And I think we have a letter, some letters. We do have some letters. We have letters from Angel and we have a letter from Tag. Tag. So let's get into the one. Well, we're going to do. Tag has Reddit letters, okay? Maybe we so, should do his second. Yeah, we'll do his next to take us into the Reddit letters. Uh, Angel says, hey, con artists, let's get right to it. I don't play about my safety. Not only would I have not rolled my window down if I was blocked in, I would have started to blow my horn in an obnoxious way to draw attention. <laughs> the only way I would have rolled my window down is in a situation like reds that was a good move because you definitely want to prevent someone from walking up to your car i used to carry a pipe in my old car (laughs) you have to do what you have to do i mean i just didn't expect to see the word pipe like these niggas crazy (laughs) like a a pipe like a you do what you have to pipe is better than a bat a pipe is stronger and gonna hurt more than a bat but do you know how much force you have to to impact on somebody from your window to actually like put them down? Like you know how much adrenaline you have when you're scared, though. I'm just saying, just merely how far your hand can even reach back from the window, like you, it's not that far. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got one, of, unless you got one of those like javelin like moves where you like you know hit them straight out, like uh uh, like where they be jousting and shit, like where you poke them in the chest. Damn, you got that move that on on point, you know, like a fucking uh, what is it? One of them engine turbines where it just like uh hit right in the chest. Yeah, you do that shit. I'm sorry, it got diverted from the word pipe. Fuck, and it wasn't even sexual. It had some weight to it, but it was easy to wield. I'm so pissed at myself for forgetting to take it out when I got a new car. <laughs> I need to replace it with something ASAP. The pipe used to belong to my cousin. She called it a nigga knocker because you never know when you have to knock a nigga out. Oh, it's in the family. I get it. It's, it the pipe was in the family, so it makes sense. Mr. On Point, it's hard to say how someone can help in that situation. Maybe instead of approaching, you can call out and ask if the woman is okay. I really don't know because, like Red said, some men can be very volatile, yeah? I started to get into edibles a little bit. I believe indica gummies help relax you, and it's probably what Red took. Sativa is supposed to have a different effect. I take indica gummies. Depending on the milligrams, I only take a portion of one gummy. Eating an entire gummy can get you pretty high. You need to experiment to see how much to take to get you to the level of how you want. I know you said it might be a while before you try them, but I hope you let us know when you do. Also, gummies can take a while to kick in. Don't think it's not working and take more before the high actually takes effect. I don't know anything about the Delta 8 gummy, so I can't help you with that. Red watermelon salad is definitely some white shit. I googled it and that shit looks nasty. I ran, ac- <laughs> I ran across this TikTok and um, just watch. Holla at y'all later, Angel. 
Uh, I don't know what's going to happen on this TikTok link. Uh, I could okay. share my screen with you. Huh? Yeah, I don't know that they're, they're going to be able to tell. What... Oh, they definitely not going to be able to, to tell what it is. I don't even know if you'll be able to hear it, even if I share my screen. But I'm going to share it. If you see something inappropriate, then, you know, don't judge me. Oh, shit. I don't know. I mean, you know. I'm just pre been pretty lax because I ain't think nobody gonna be seeing my computer screen. So I ain't. I don't think I got nothing on that inappropriate. TikTok. All I can see is your internet thing. Rapper Jim Jones said that he learned how to tongue kiss from his. You can mother. see what? Dude, she told me how to tongue kiss when I was not. Say oh. what? Like what's the instruction? Can you hear it? Wasn't yeah. on She showed me with her mouth, like she. She kissed you. It's my mother. No, I'm just asking. Oh, okay. Never, my parents kissed me, barely kissed me on the cheek. So no, I just stopped kissing showed me her, She showed me her tongue kiss when I was younger. Remember, my mom was 17. She's a baby. Look at all the babies that's yeah. having babies now. Sure. And look how they act with their babies. It's like they have a little sister or a little brother yeah. more than they had. Did you think, did you think tongue kissing was nasty at first? Because the first time somebody tried to tongue kiss me, I thought it was so disgusting. Um, The first time I tongue kissed a girl, yeah. Rapper Jim Jones said that he learned. Damn. Learned how what kind of This was a whole thing. I'm trying to it out. Like I hope that the I hope that that sound transferred onto the recording. If it didn't, it was Jim Jones talking about the first time that he kissed. It was his mother teaching him how to tongue kiss. His mom taught him how to fucking tongue kiss, and he wanted to talk about she was a young mother. I don't give a good guy. That ain't got nothing to do with that, Jim. Don't do that. Do not put that on young moms or single moms or none of that shit. That's your mama. Don't do that. Don't do that. That is fucking weird. I don't is tongue kissing and French kissing the same thing? Yes, it is. Okay. Why? With that? First of all, the fact that it happened is already problematic in and of itself, but the fact that you share it and don't expect people to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's my mom. Yeah, exactly. It's your fucking mom. That's what we saying. But you can't use that. We use that. That's your mom. That's what makes it fucking weird. It's definitely weird. I remember this. Um, I remember this. It, it had a, did a little run around. Yeah, that's just problematic as shit. I mean, just, what kind of mama is feeling the need? I mean, his mama's out there like this, apparently, because you got, like, Anthony Anderson talking about his mama teaching him and his friends about how to go down on a woman, how to pleasure a woman. And then you got Jim Jones' mama tongue-kissing him. I hope, I hope it at least was to show him how to do it. I hope it wasn't. Maybe he blocked out the bad memories. Maybe it was because she wanted to kiss her son. It first of all, even if it would, why why would you feel a need? That's not one of your your jobs as parents. Like talking to your kids about sex, making sure they're informed so they can make informed decisions, and they ain't out here doing silly shit that their friends told them about. Sure, this does not cross over into that though. Like teaching them technique and like you know that's. No. Oh, I'm so disturbed. That's just no. That no. Mm -mm. Well, could you have a conversation about it? No. Why? For what? 
Why are we talking about because that? I was on the I was on a thread and read it and, and people were talking about kissing and like there's some people who don't like tongue kissing. There's some people who kiss and they just leave slobber all over your face. I have had that and it's disgusting. So like you don't think there's any room to make sure your child understands, listen, when it comes to you know engaging with people. Don't let people do something you don't like. Like if people licking your that's face and slobbering on your face. Yeah, no, that's, no, I that's mean, still not technique. That's still not teaching them how to do it. But but I'm just saying, kissing in general, is there is there room in the context I said it? Is there room to talk to a child about the different ways that people do this thing? Like if your child came up to you and said, your 17 year old came up and said, my I think my 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 boyfriend or girlfriend might we might kiss today, you know. As, do you have any tips? <laughs> that would be so fucking weird. Let's say you nurtured a whole a whole positive relationship with your child that they're comfortable enough coming to you asking you stuff like this. What you gonna say? Go talk to your daddy. No, because he'd probably be an idiot and say something <laughs> stupid. Especially if it's our son. I can't even trust that. Damn, and I don't so even know who this is. That's so fucked up. Well, that's why it's fucked up because you you can't even conceptualize choose the person that was sensible enough to to have the right conversation in these situations. Because that, I the, the bar yeah. is subconsciously in hell. Like it used to be consciously in hell. Now it's subconsciously in hell. It's like well, it's just down there, huh? It's just because there's such a double standard when it comes to boys, and so men with their sons and men with their daughters across the board, most of the time, is different. And even the most even the most open-minded, fair play kind of a guy is still gonna have some prejudice towards more towards his son. I feel. I still feel like mm-hmm. you say some ignorant shit to your son on some we we boys kind of shit, and this what you do and what you don't. Like I just feel like it'd be a different fucking situation. So no, I would not send my son to to his dad because I don't know what the fuck he gonna say. Like my. My hope was that he wouldn't be saying nothing that would have you out here doing crazy shit, but I don't know that for sure. So would like, you send your daughter to him? Hell no. Well, I mean, the assumption with the daughter would be that he would be more gentle with the situation, at least. No, he wouldn't. He would be, don't, you don't need to be out here kissing no boys. That I wouldn't want that either. I wouldn't want him to oh, make her no. feel like she's like an awful person for like, or whatever. Like, listen, any parents, any parents look, any parents listening. If you try to dissuade your child from doing something that they already told you they're thinking about doing, whether it was a good move for them to do it or not, they're gonna get they're gonna get they're gonna have sex that night. <laughs> I'm telling you, if they already show interest, if listen, if they doing it, they're gonna be doing it with or without you, goddammit. <laughs> like you need to figure out how to have that conversation. That ain't me. I give both of my kids the same input. Most people won't, though. And I'm not going to sit up here. And, and again, I obviously would not end up with nobody who's just going to be overtly misogynistic and, like, yeah. make all these terrible distinctions between the kids because of their gender. But, like, I feel like best case scenario, he still just might slip into some nigga shit and tell our son some bullshit that I now I got to be mad at you about because why the fuck you told him that? What's wrong with you? <laughs> so... Um, I, I would like to have the conversations, uh, as much as I wouldn't like to have the conversations all at the same time, but I still wouldn't get into technique. I, it, it would still be a conversation about, uh, not allowing people to do things that you are uncomfortable with is something that you kind of have to figure out. 
I can't really tell you what you are and aren't going to like because it's you and people like different things. But anything that you are uncomfortable with definitely needs to be made known as soon as you realize you're uncomfortable with it. But it still wouldn't be you tilt your head. It wouldn't be no technique shit. I'm not having that conversation. You figure that shit out. You can figure that out. I'm no. going to talk about it. I'm not talking about techniques. I'm going to talk about it. For what? I'm not going to talk about technique, so to speak. I'm going to talk about just the importance of the moment, the significance of making sure it's something that you want to do. Uh, I'm going to tell them, look, look, in the bed, in the, do not be licking up on nobody's damn face. Don't nobody want no slob all on them. Like nobody. I mean, somebody do, but you find that, that out later. Like their face is licked. You, you find that out later. You don't find that out on no first kiss. Like, if somebody won't be spit in the face, you got to find that shit out way later, okay? That, not that moment. The the moment that you get your first kiss, you be conservative. You just be conservative kiss, see how it feel, and maybe the other person got some experience and they can lead you down a pathway. If neither one of y'all got experience, like, imagine two people just pushing their lips to each other like they pecking at each other like a fucking woodpecker the whole I, time. I don't feel like... I don't know. I feel like especially you feel like, like they would have seen enough movies and shit porn, that like they at least would have got the baby. Yeah, nobody be kissing and writing porn. They don't know that, but that's what. Okay, we're talking <laughs> about teenagers. You know that because you're an adult. A teenager does not know that their porn is not real. Well, I appreciate <laughs> you for like bringing that point up because now I'm gonna tell my kid not like they be kissing in porn. I tell you that kiss like they kiss on, and by that time. The movies that done came out in 2038. <laughs> I'll be like, the movie, this this movie that we seen, the romantic movie that we seen, when they kissed, you remember that? That's use that one as a template and go from there. Don't porn kisses ain't real. Porn kisses is the shit you don't want. That licking their face and spinning on that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Like, we know that as adults. Teenagers don't know that shit. That's why it's so problematic when they consume too much porn. Cause like they believe that this is what it's really like. This is what it's gonna be like. This is what I'm supposed to do. No, it's not. Don't do that. <laughs> it's not real. Yeah. Um, but no, that's, that's fucking weird. And that's how I know it. It takes a very specific type of brain to adopt things in the concrete way that you see them instead of understanding him, them as like isolated, abstract experiences sometimes. Because I know research says that porn changes the brain in that way. But it had not really... It hadn't really made me think that those things were real. I always saw that shit as like acting in a movie and shit. I never have thought that, damn, this is how many women supposed. I never seen it like that. It's um, grown. I think I told you that I had a situation where somebody was wanting their girlfriend to watch porn because he felt like that was going to help her learn better how to please him. And I had to be like, what? You know that that that's you could just show her, as opposed to her watching this like exaggerated bullshit and porn. So like it ain't even just kids. This adults out here that still feel oh. like pornography can be um, some kind of fucking instructional video for for their significant <laughs> other. Like what the fuck? I know you ain't watched a lot of porn, but there are actual like XXX instructional videos. I mean, I'm sure there are. There where it's like, it's, it, hell, it's women. It was people that like do parties and come out and show women how to do blowjobs and shit. Like, I'm sure there's porn. That would make sense. I can believe that because <laughs> yeah, you have like, part like 
I don't know what they're called. I think they have a name, but basically like the person comes over with like different phallic foods. <laughs> I just, I would just at the end of the day, want my child to be informed without shamed, without shame and aware that peer pressure going to make them think about doing stuff that hopefully they have the knowledge to do because I didn't help them with it and that they don't go too overboard or they don't be trying stuff that people been saying to try when it might be wrong or problematic. That's all I want. I just don't want the, my biggest fear would be leaving my child being too afraid to have the conversations and leaving my child out here against somebody pregnant or I don't work with 17 year olds who done had sexual abuse cases put on them and it was some innocent ass shit that just nobody talked to these kids about what they weren't supposed to be doing or what supposed to be doing. And that's the worst thing for a boy to be experiencing. And, um, I mean, it's this well-known situation that happened from my hometown where this 15 and 16 year old, a boy snuck into the girl window, the grandmama called him and he's on the sex offender registry. Which I hate. That's the thing I hate about the sex offender registry because I feel like a lot of kids end up on there because parents get mad. Exactly. That because is not what that registry is for. That's not its purpose. I do not and, like that. And that, that girl, me. like it was consensual. That girl let him in and I, you know what happened happened and she admitted that it was consensual but the courts don't listen to kids when it comes to situations like that. They only listen to the adults and that's like a big problem. Uh, that being said, uh, don't, don't be fucking kissing your damn kids. You can get your kids took away for that shit. If he would have went to school saying that shit, yep. his child protective services would have been at your shit. Think it's taking your damn child away. Yeah, Dyfus would have came and got him. It's yeah, like different things in different places, but I think it's Dyfus up north. And and my daddy, when we was kids, used to kiss us on the lips, like when we would leave the prison. Mm-hmm. You know, that is still different than tongue Tongues kissing your child. Making out with some, your kids. Yeah, that's, no. <laughs> Fucking, it's not okay. Not okay. It's like, cause in my head, it's like, damn, he probably looked like his daddy, and <laughs> she missed that nigga, and like, and she kissing that man, thinking it's him. I don't know, man. It it it, it ain't no regular shit if that's no. happening. No. Period. Problematic. Um, what else? I was gonna say something about the nigga knocker, but I can't remember what I was gonna say about it. Yeah, watermelon salad, y'all just Google it and you'll see. It's uh, it look, I don't know how you look at that and put it in your mouth. It's disgusting looking. And it may taste great. I'll never know because it looks like bomb. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I ain't never heard of it before. And I feel like before Juneteenth gets here, we're going to hear a whole lot more bullshit that people, white people coming up with. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, uh, if you put a baseball bat in your car, also put a glove in your car with it. Oh. Uh, because that's the difference between um, assault with a deadly weapon and self-defense. <laughs> yeah, no, no, seriously, somebody. No, the bat was already there as opposed exactly. to premeditated. I get what exactly. You're if people keep a bat in their car to beat up motherfuckers, that's bad. But if they play baseball every now and then and had to go get the bat that they use for activities to beat a nigga ass, then that's not that's not self. That's self-defense, not, you know, you know, uh, what is it? Consult calling on this. (laughs) (laughs) 
somebody, uh, man, you know what? You know who told me this? This this girl that I used to talk to, she she told me that she used to have anger issues. And I was like, what does anger issues mean? And she had a whole situation in her first year in college where this girl um, was messing with her uh, boyfriend. And they confronted each other. And the girl came at her with a two-by-four. And uh, she took the two-by-four from her and almost killed her. Like, literally almost killed her. Like, she was in the hospital in a coma. And the only reason she got out of that situation is because her uncle was a police officer. And her uncle told her that if you have a baseball bat, like, if you need a weapon, put a baseball bat in your car and a glove in the car with it. Because that will save you from bigger trouble. Hmm. Even though, I mean, she took the two by four from the other person. But that's why when you see the videos when people get into a fight and one person get knocked out and the other person just keep punching them, punching them, punching them, that's the difference between, you know, assault and, and attempted murder. Yeah, because the threat no, is no longer a threat. And you're just... Not only is they are not a threat, but once they are unconscious, the amount of damage that's being done to you as you continue punching them is increasing. Because they are, uh, they you know, they don't even have that defense mechanism where they can clinch and hold themselves, where it's like they bracing for the punch. So, same situation. Now, oh man, so I've been doing a lot of research on Delta Eight because when I got here to Charlotte, I know somebody here who needed a um a writer for the Delta Eight business, and I was writing articles for them. And it's just weed light. Basically, you got the cannabis plant, right? You got mm-hmm. you got hemp, and then you got like the marijuana plant. Hemp is like hemp means that it has less than 0.9% of marijuana in it. The rest of it is in the other plant. Because marijuana is illegal and hemp is legal in a lot of places, basically they allow these businesses to extract the leftover THC and CBD out of the hemp and use it to make edibles. So they call it weed light. You can still pop positive though. I had somebody that did and got in trouble for it. That, the intention ain't to not pop positive. Well, he it's just, it I mean, it's just that weed is not legal. Delta nine is not legal anywhere. So hemp though is legal in some states. It's about to be legal in South Carolina and North Carolina, but because hemp is legal, anything that you can derive from hemp is legal. And so they make it edibles based off of the THC in hemp, uh, which a lot of people say give the same effect. Well, it give a more muted effect, which for a lot of people is, is safer to do. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's just to be able to be high. It ain't to not, it don't help you not pass drugs. Like you're not going to pass drugs. You're still going to pass it. Might, so what, what's the benefit of it? Because if the police pull you over and see a bag of gummy bears that say Delta 8 on it, that's okay. But if they see weed, then you're going to jail. If not, they're going to throw your shit away. You know, like it's just how we can get away with this shit legally mm-hmm. versus, you know, getting in trouble for it. That's all. When weed become legal, Delta 8 is going to, the Delta 8 business is going to be fucking obsolete, period. Yeah, but it won't be legal everywhere for a very long time because Alabama is going to be the holdout. If nobody else holds out, Alabama gonna. Fuck. I don't know, man. When look, it's like it's like four politicians in Alabama that just need to die for something to change. I don't know if it's gonna change for the better or the worse, but I they are gatekeeping. 
Tommy Tuberville, Ivy. You think we would get weed before we would get a lottery? But you oh. you know why they won't you know why we're not gonna get the lottery? It's because in order to get the lottery, they're gonna need the black vote. And they don't Alabama does not put any amendments on the ballot that will bring the black community out. That's why they are never gonna put marijuana on there, and that's why they're not gonna put the lottery on there. Because it's going to bring black people to vote, and that's going to impact the Republican presence in Alabama. A lot of states do that. A lot of red states do that. They don't put any issues on the amendments that make uh, that will make the black people come to it. Because the lottery is one of those issues. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they not, they're not going to put that on there. They ain't going to come. They, they, we will not get weed. It, I don't even think in my lifetime. To be honest. I think so. I think when Ivy die for whatever. Because what you just got, said is still be the truth. Like the, it'll still be a, a issue that's gonna bring black voters out, regardless of whether or not. I what can. what I think is going to happen is somebody is going to get in the office who has to weigh out how much money Alabama can accumulate from a lottery system, versus old conservative values and keeping their friends happy, which is what these old ass people are doing. And I'm not saying that it would happen, but I'm saying if a younger person get in there and they understand Alabama will make these amount of many billions over time just for this shit so look we we just gonna have to take the chances and pray that our campaigns gonna keep us red instead of move us blue like georgia so that what i think would happen in in the event but yeah either way all these old folks gotta die because they they tripping meemaw is special yeah and you know i'm not trying to be biased i'm not saying that ivy need to die i'm saying everybody that's old need to die Every damn body. I'm sorry. I don't mean like no infinity gauntlet shit. I just mean enough time need to pass for them motherfuckers to be gone. Okay? That's what need to happen. It's crazy as hell that you can get into a political position at 60 and be in that bitch until you 80. <laughs> that shit sounds so stupid to me. Yep. I don't want that shit to sound ageist, but like, them motherfuckers used to use eight tracks <laughs> and they making decisions about like, motherfuckers bodies and shit like come on man the same all these politicians i bet they were getting so fucking high in the 70s before this shit became regulated and now these old motherfuckers they probably went to woodstock and all of that shit now these old motherfuckers anyway let's let's continue because i will keep motherfucking talking shit about these politicians because i'm lo- i've lost so much faith in politics and at this moment and we'll talk about that later Next, the title of this email sent from Mr. Uh, Mr. Andrew is Every Meat Everywhere All at Once. Really, Tag? You going to do this too? Okay. <laughs> Please keep doing it. Keep doing it, Tag. It's fine. I like it. This is a good one too. Hey, con artists. I haven't written in since you returned, but I'm glad to hear y'all back. I don't have anything interesting to say, but here are a few Reddit posts that y'all can choose from. Tag, we probably going to do all of these hoes. Just want to let you know. Um, P.S. Red, I also play Animal Crossing, and I'm always looking for people to visit, so link up with me. Uh, when I saw the letter come in and saw that at the end, I sent that to her straight away. <laughs> and I sent him a request that he had not, as the Sunday, the 12th, <laughs> responded to. Because I immediately sent it. All right, so Tag sent us three different Reddit letters, and... We're going to do all these hoes, okay? I mean, you know, I ain't even choose no letters today. I saw your three, and I was like, okay, let's do these. Uh, and you got some, right, Red? 
Mm-hmm, I do. Okay. Which one do you want to do first? My mom is having an affair with my best friend's mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so many unexpected I, turns. <laughs> I don't know what these things mean. OOP created a PM-me account for small-breasted women, and it changed their life. What? I don't know what OOP means. Um... I mean, in counseling to me, out of pocket, so I can't stop seeing it. Like, somebody got to pay when they don't have insurance. <laughs> so it's all for me to see it. I know original poster is OP. I don't know what OOP is. Yeah, man. This is Tag showing his internet uh, internet knowledge over us. Feeling like an old nigga now. What <laughs> these youngsters talking about? This OOP and a PME? I don't know what these things is. Family friend, 18 female, and I, 18 male, started dating, but our families are upset about it. We're so confused. Oh, it's like a Romeo and Juliet, the Capulets, and the Montagues. I want to know who fucking somebody's mom. Let's go with that, because that's let's, messy. Let's start <laughs> this one up. Super messy. I am not original poster. This is an update. What? Wait, this is a repost. <laughs> oh, I'm Um, the name of the Reddit is Best of Redditor Updates. Sorry. And there is an update to it. So I'm gonna do the first part first. My friend Susie, my friend Susie and her family moved to our town almost three years ago. I've always been into sports, and Susie matched my enthusiasm for them. So we became good friends. Our moms met through us and they became good friends too. My dad got promoted to a different location a few years ago, so he spends alternating months with us. He lives with us for a month and away from us for another. We got used to that arrangement. Mom used to be lonely, but after she met Susie's mom, they became best friends. I was thrilled that she had a friend. But a couple of months ago, I noticed that both our moms had been disappearing sometimes after the practice started. I didn't think much about it, but last week we were let out of practice early, and when I came out, I saw them kissing in the back of the car. I hid immediately, and they didn't see me. I started paying attention to their relationship after that, and they seemed too close. I think they're having an affair. Susie's dad died before they moved here, so she is a single mom. What do I do about my mom? Do I confront her? Should I get more proof? Should I tell my dad first? It has been eating at me, and I don't know what to do. Don't tell your dad. (laughs) Ooh, that because you don't know what kind of explosion that's gonna be. What the hell you, that could be stepping on a landmine. It could be stepping on a stuffed animal. You don't know. That's too risky. That's too high. Don't risk. do that. Don't tell your dad. Oh my goodness. Um. <laughs> Ooh, how, that- uh, how careless can you be as a parent that's trying to hide an affair? From you, like, how careless can you be to be in the? And why you get in the back of the car? Uh, so I think, depending how old it didn't say how old the the girl is. Sixteen. Um. Well, maybe not. So I think I don't know if I told you, but my mom has had an affair, and she was awful at it, and she was awful at it because she old, and so she what she thought was being foolproof covering her tracks was being obvious 
and bring more attention to her. So some people don't realize they think they, they in their mind and their perception they think they're being really careful. I need an example of that. Uh, she would start. She started going outside to use her cell phone. She'd never done that before. My parents have lived in the woods of of Talladega my whole entire life, and all of a sudden, at a certain point, she was like. I don't have any reception in the house. But she wouldn't only do it at their house, which they do live in the woods. We would go to visit my aunt who lived in a suburban area where everybody had reception in her house. And she would still get phone calls and like go outside, you know, the reception. Stop. Stop. Did this did you think this worked on your pops too? Like did that stuff work on your pops or did he just so not oblivious. care? Yeah, he didn't care. Uh, I think she was more hiding it from us than she was from him. Oh. Like, I think, well, I think she was, like, more trying to be more sneaky for us, I'll put it that way, than she was for him. Mm. But the things that she was doing in her mind that she felt like made sense to us was like, you ain't never did this before, and she don't do it now. She did that for it was probably about a year i feel like this went on and then and she went back to how she was she was taking phone calls in the house like you could go get her phone and she wouldn't freak out it was a point where i went to go pick up her phone because i, I don't even know what i needed to do when i tell you she act like i had picked up a landmine like she ran over there so quick and snatched that shit up my head <laughs> like she was not doing any of that shit before she like, was not a smooth criminal not at all no, so that's what I was, rocky criminal but in her mind to this day i'm sure she she truly believes that none of us know and the whole goddamn family knows we all know she did this <laughs> <laughs> in her mind she probably sits around twisting her little mustache like i gotta <laughs> you've been hit by, you've been <laughs> by a smooth criminal she did moonwalking through the house <laughs> yeah no uh, so some people just ain't good gotcha. at it they just don't they think they're doing, you know, so I'm sure Susie's mom and uh, Poster's mom thought that they was being smooth as hell. And they were up until a point because, I mean, well, not really, because she had noticed they had gotten closer. But one, because it's two women that ain't going to be what if it had been her mom with Susie's dad. I feel like that would have like gotten some suspicion a lot faster than her mom and Susie's mom. Because you don't have that expectation. <laughs> but like, like she came out of practice early and saw them kissing. Anybody else could have seen that. True. It could have been other parents coming in and coming up. Yeah. Like, it's just like irresponsible to have been doing it like that. Like, if that was going on with me and I had me and Susie mama was, you know, doing that, I, I would we wouldn't have went to McDonald's parking lot or something like I would have had backup backup plan. I just would have had my child call. Hey, where you at? Oh, head it over there. <laughs> then head to the damn. But then doing that shit right outside, bro. That that was so risky. But damn, like, what would? I don't know. Kids getting involved in this instance. Kids getting involved in these kind of affairs with with adults. I pro I tell my kids to stay away from that shit. And not because it ain't something like not because a child should never in, intervene in adult shit, but like if this if the child's action snowballs into things that that child can't control and it get out of hand, 
Like, what if daddy come and beat Susie mama up? Or what if they break up and not friends anymore and, like, your mom fall into depression? Like, you're going to start adopting the guilt from the decisions that you make from that moment. And that's not something that a 16-year-old should deal with. So that's why I tell kids, look, for this thing, you probably want to mind your business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't I don't even know if you should have a conversation with your mom. Maybe you should, because right now you didn't know your mama had was at least bisexual. <laughs> True. I don't I I don't know. I definitely not telling dad. I don't know about confronting mom. Um why mom need to know that she ain't being a she because the fact of the matter is, I mean, so if if mom is being sloppy. And dad ends up finding out on his own, the kid's still going to feel a level of guilt because she knew and she didn't say anything. She didn't warn her mom. So like, she's still going to feel a level of guilt, like which she shouldn't because none of this has anything to do with her at all. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like because she found this out by accident at her mom's level of irresponsibility. The only thing that can come from it now is guilt, whether she do something, whether she don't do something, whether uh, it's like. It's just an unfortunate situation. It's like when you um, it's like when somebody in the movies when somebody randomly see gangsters like beating up somebody, and then they turn towards their way, and it's like, oh shit, I just I just accidentally ran into this shit, and now I gotta run for my life. <laughs> and then you know you see they get in their car and take off, and they see the gangsters writing down their license plate, and it's just a bad. It's gonna be a bad movie for that person. <laughs> you know, and it's this one of those situations where it's like this is just. You unfortunately found out some shit that ain't gonna do nothing but create problems for you. Yeah. If you stay quiet, internal problems. If you stay quiet and dad find out, internal problems. If you confront mom, internal problems. If you tell dad, internal pro- like it's external problems. Possibly external problems too. Probably not for you. No. And then mama. imagine what it looked like if you if your dad had to like if you had to go live with your dad now. I mean, it's so many different things that could happen from this shit. It's not. I wouldn't suggest that, but uh, we yeah. have an update. <laughs> you okay. got any more input? Well, I was going to say, if if I was meeting with this person and they were my client and it continued to create internal problems for them by staying quiet, then we may have a conversation about, like, if she was going to say something, what would you even say to your mom? You know what I'm saying? Like, mom would be the only potential, and I still wouldn't even be with that, but the only... The only person I can see saying something to this about, and it maybe not causing, like it's gonna be the lowest level, I guess. <laughs> Dad is gonna be a bomb. Dad is like Hiroshima. It's gonna be because even if he's not a violent person, <laughs> finding out that you being cheated, and not only that you being cheated on, you being cheated on with a woman, <laughs> like his ego would not. I think the I me personally, I think the best, best course of action for the 16 year old is to passively let her mama know that she knows. But then that's it. Mm-hmm. Be like, mom, it'll be funny if Susie's mom like you and she wanted to kiss you or something. <laughs> That'd be silly. <laughs> It'd be real funny if somebody saw y'all in the back of the car doing that. Wow. <laughs> and then just not do nothing else. So now mama is like, oh, holy fuck. Not only did my daughter see us, but she's a fucking genius. <laughs> because she ain't like, she's just letting me know passively that like, 
I know this shit. <laughs> she could do a whole um I know what you did last summer and just start leave, leaving letters. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you did. That I think that is the best course of action. Let mama know you know without a full-blown confrontation so that mom can at least start getting her affairs in order and or start bringing up the conversation to you on her own or cut the shit off and be done with it. I think that'll be the best case. But again, that's if mama is smart. Mama might be stupid because to me, you shouldn't be kissing somebody in the back of the car outside of your goddamn kids' practice. True. What's the update? Update. Um, relationship advice won't let me make an update post because I'm a minor, so I'm just posting it to my profile for anyone who cares. I waited a few days before I talked to mom. I was very nervous. When I asked her if she was having an affair with Susie's mom, she started laughing. I was very surprised by her reaction. She video called my dad and told him about what I just asked. <laughs> Damn. They smiled at me and told me that my dad knew about it. She told me that he was tired of she was tired of hiding it and was happy that I found out. <laughs> I wanted to know more about how they got together, so she explained this. Apparently, mom used to have girlfriends before she married and my dad knew about it. Half a year ago, she was drinking and talking with Susie's mom. Susie's mom told her about her previous relationship with women. They kissed that night, but my mom felt guilty about it and told my dad. My dad had always felt guilty about leaving us alone for so long. They talked and came up with an arrangement where she and Susie's mom could be intimate while dad was away. The only reason they didn't tell me was because they were nervous about how I would react to their unconventional relationship. I told them I was happy and as long as they were happy with their relationship. They wanted to know how Susie would react, so they asked me if, I, if they could tell her. I told them I'd try to find out. Several comments indicated this was the case, but it still surprised me. I'm happy that mom found a partner since she felt lonely whenever my dad had to leave. Thanks for everyone who offered advice. Oh, damn. It's not the way this normally would turn out. I don't know. Man. I was listening to Fucking this thinking all. that this is how this shit normally goes. This At ain't all. it. This, I'm glad for her, but this is not you the, the not normal lying. route that these situations take. So please do not listen to this and think that this is because me, we didn't even conceptualize that there could be smiles at the end of this shit. No. <laughs> but yeah. there were smiles at the end of this. And yeah, you should not expect that shit. You should expect violence and divorce and pain and hurt and guilt and shame and broken relationships. <laughs> this, you should remember that shit. Very different. A very different. Again, I'm glad for her, for the poster that that worked out and that, you know, nobody uh, got hurt either emotionally or physically, but that is not how that shit normally goes. Don't, don't believe that. <laughs> okay. Good for them. They got an arrangement. Okay. I think OOP. That's why she wasn't being like super careful, I guess. I think OOP means the, the like original, like you're not the person who created it. You're reposting somebody else's stuff. And I think that makes you the OOP. Or maybe that's, Damn. The OOP. Okay. The original, original poster. I don't know. That's too because think about it. If if I repost somebody else's story, I'm still the original poster. I'm still the OP. But there needs You're to be a reference. OP. Say what? You're not the OP. You're reposting. Original poster. Well, I mean, but, but for the, I don't know. I guess for the thread I'm in. For the Reddit thread, sub-thread that I am, I am the original poster. It's my post. The post belongs to me, but not the original content. It doesn't belong to me. Okay. So, I, either way, if I'm getting it backwards, one is the OP and the other one is the OOP. Because this says I am not OP. Okay, so I think the person who posted it secondarily is the OOP. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't look enough. It's too much. All right. Which one is next? Just whichever. We're going to do all three of them, so it doesn't matter. Let's see what the hell this other one is. It's talking about all Put all them shit. letters? Yeah. Okay. It says, I am not OP. This is a repost. So, OOP is the person who originally created it, I guess. But it's confusing me that the person posting this is saying I'm not the OP. I don't fucking know. Damn, this was posted on April 13th, 2015. Oof. All right. Let's see. It's a pretty long one. Pre-COVID. It's, it's a pretty long one with several updates. Ooh, one okay. update is five years later. Oh, this going to be good. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this is. I think this going to be good. Anyway, a year ago today, my life was in a pretty, pretty bad place. I was on the edge of being depressed and lonely at the end of a bad relationship, overweight, out of shape, and all around down on my luck. Don't get me wrong. There are a whole bunch of things that were going well, but these were all logical parts of my life. I felt like I was never going to connect with anyone and that everything was falling apart. I saw a PM me account. I guess that's a website. And I wondered if anything really came out of owning an account like that. It didn't take long to make the decision to create one, but I did spend almost a day trying to decide what to name it. I've always been extremely attracted to small breasted women. And as a group, I don't think they get the sexual attention they deserve. PM me small boobs was born. It's private a message domain, me. Domain, private message me chat room kind of thing i guess i don't i, I I'm, I'm old I, I i'm assuming it means that you're asking people to pm you certain things or whatever maybe i had no idea what to expect i figured nothing would come of it so with my newly created account i started redditing as usual in the past i had spent time at s r ask men r ask reddit so i kept doing what i had always done i also decided not to browse r rate men r Am I ugly, but to comment on every post. To my surprise, six days later, I received my first PM. It was a very nice pair of small breasts. I replied to the PM with compliments and received the thanks. My surprise continued when the PMs continued. Sometimes I would get several PMs a day, but usual one or two every couple days. All transient and sexy, but not the connection I was secretly hoping for. On May 15th, 2014, I received a PM about 11 PM. A private message at about 11 p.m. <laughs> God. It was a picture of a woman with perfect little breasts, and of course, I replied expressing my adoration. To my surprise, she replied with another picture, and it was just as amazing as the first. She had seen one of my comments in Art Ask Me and appreciated what I, had, what I had to say. This was how she showed me her appreciation. The conversation continued for hours. I didn't sleep that night. I know it sounds juvenile, but this woman I had never met had me floating on air. To con to my continued surprise, she PM'd me the next evening. Fast forward to email, Google chat, and eventually texting. Then she asked for a picture of me. Now, I'm not an ugly guy, but I was really overweight and out of shape. I spent time looking for the best photo I could find and sent it, but I was ashamed. I started working out that day and have worked out almost every day since. It was easy to go to the gym with this stunningly beautiful woman as motivation. Soon she was... An everyday part of my life. I spoke with her every day. I had planned a trip to visit family in July, and it happened to bring me within about 90 miles of where she lived. I asked if she would like to meet, and against her better judgment, she said, yes, exclamation point. I arrived at the meeting place first. I had never been so nervous. She pulled up in her car. I was almost as shocked that she had come as I was when I saw how gorgeous she was in person. I'll never forget watching her step out of the car. We spent the next two days together building the foundation of our friendship. Leaving was one of the hardest things I had ever done in the 1,500-mile flight back home, one of the most painful. We continued to talk, and I eventually asked if she would meet me again in another city. She said, yes, we have met up six times so far, 
two more trips coming up in the next month. Now for the point of this entire post. She has changed my entire life. She is beautiful, kind, intelligent, witty, silly, and sees the world with a splendor I had all but forgotten. Every day I wake up, I know everything is okay because she's in my life. I feel loved each and every day with her as motivation. I've lost 70 plus pounds of fat and put on a ton of muscle. She helped me pick a better style, new clothes and hair. Her confidence in me helped me land an amazing new job. I've never been so happy. I love her. When I see the post asking what the best thing my PME account has received, the only answer I can give is her. P.S. I still get random PM once in a while, but they all pale in comparison. Too long didn't read. Created a PME account for small breasted women. Women's PM amazing breasts. We talk, we meet in now relationship. I love her. Update post. I mean, I don't, I don't really have much to say about this at this point. Hey. I didn't. Again, I didn't expect it to go to a positive thing, but let's see where it goes from here. Um, update posted on August 27, 2015. Update one year with my PME account and the PM that changed my life. I'm writing this while on a plane to go see my significant other. It's the last time I have to make this trip to bridge the gap of us, uh, distance between us. She's moving 2,000 plus miles across the country to live with me. So yes, you read that right. She is moving cross country to live with me. I never imagined that it would happen, read it. I never imagined a PME account would bring me the kind of happiness we have together. Yes, her boobs are still small and she is still gorgeous. Reddit is at the center of our relationship. Quite often we sit at Reddit side by side, sending each other links. Thank you, Reddit, all of you. Edit, I wonder how many PME accounts are created each time I post in ourself. There has to be some way to get that statistic. Update, post on November 22nd, 2020. OOP on an, uh, a true off my chest post. I'm not sure anyone will actually see this reply, but I will take the time to write it with the hopes that some will. I don't use this account anymore, but I saw a notification on my phone today and I'm quite surprised anyone remembers me. The woman I talked about in the past is an amazing woman, but we did not marry. The relationship lasted for quite a while and ended due to a number of things, but mostly due to geography. However, this account slash relationship taught me a lot about myself and helped me on the path of becoming who I am today. Grateful. No, OOP is in the comment thread below with some updates on his life. Let him know if you have any questions. I'm not OP. This is the, re this is the repost. That was wholesome. <laughs> How was the geography when she moved with you? I don't know. Okay. Exactly. I don't. I don't. Maybe she didn't did. move. Maybe they didn't move. Okay. That was wholesome. I don't really have anything. Yeah, that was wholesome. I, and I, when I tell you in my brain, I was waiting for some bullshit to happen. I mean, the small-breasted women group thing is kind of weird, but whatever. I guess. Look, everybody got a type. They got to. It's got to work like that. I know, but like you just have a chat, whatever PME is, where people just send you pictures of boobs. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody got PME uh, butt cheek spread open. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got, it's probably all kinds of shit. I mean, I'm sure it is. <laughs> like, he just chose his shit, you know what I'm saying? His I shit was small breasts. Right. Somebody got PME purple hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it used to be red. It's purple now, y'all. Y'all ain't seen red. Oh yeah, it is purple. It's the name of it. My name is still red, but yeah, yeah. It's I just I needed to change, but I can't do black hair. I feel like if I showed up anywhere with black hair, nobody would even know. Because it's been some crazy color for like over ten years at this point. So no black hair for me. I don't even think I would look right at this point. PME small boobs. They said he's in the comment section, but I can't find no comments of him. Mm. Well, what was the last one? 
the last one is my mom, no, family friend, 18 female, and I, 18 male, started dating, but our families are upset about it. We're so confused. I wonder why. Is it truly the Capulets and the Montagues? Let's see. All right. Uh, so my now girlfriend and I have known each other our entire lives. Our families have been friends for a long time now, so we're always close. My girlfriend and I had feelings for each other for a while, but never acted on it until a few months ago. We secretly dated until two weeks ago when we went to prom together. We thought everyone would think it was the coolest thing ever, but they had the opposite reaction. They told us we weren't allowed to date, and that was that. The only explanation we got is that it's weird because they're, we're basically family, which doesn't make sense because we're not related. We're just so confused about why they're acting like this. We're not going to stop because we're going away to college in a couple of months, but it's frustrating that they're ruining this for us. Anyone have any idea why they are doing this or how we can get them to change their minds? Maybe y'all are related and they don't want to tell me. It may be the case. Or maybe maybe several people in the families in the adult side have dated and it like in their minds create conflict for the kids to be dated in that way. Maybe. We got an update. Okay. All right. There's good news and there's awful news. Good news is no incest here. We're not related. Awful news is our parents are poly and basically a foursome. <laughs> Damn. We were trying to get an answer out of our parents all day yesterday, but they kept giving us the same BS excuses. We called my girlfriend's older sister to see if she knew why they didn't want us together. We knew she would try to help us because she definitely wanted us to be together. She caught the four of them together one time a few years ago and to was told to keep it a secret. She told her grandparents about it, and it caused a big fight that eventually got resolved. We confronted our parents about it, and they confirmed. It didn't start until all four of their children were born, so we're definitely not related. We asked them what they expected us to do and said break up so they could continue their relationship. They thought we had more of a brother-sister relationship and were surprised that it was actually romantic. Not really proud of it, but we flipped out on them. I don't have anything against the poly lifestyle, but it's weird when people you're close to are into it. We told them it's unfair of them to have a relationship that would be hidden forever while my girlfriend and I can't have a public one. They said we were young and would probably break up one day, so it's better to end it now to keep the peace in the family. We left and went to stay at her sister's apartment. Now what? Why does this have to be so complicated? We can't just break up and pretend like nothing happened to please our parents. It's also super hypocritical of them to, to use the basically family excuse at first while they are doing the same fucking thing. We're so lost right now. What should we do? Too long didn't read. Our parents are poly and they want us to break up for their relationship to continue. I mean, that's selfish of the parents. That's selfish as fuck. What does that got to do? Why do you care if they're dating? Y'all fucking, they dating. What? Who cares? If exactly. nobody's related, I don't. I don't why I don't understand why this is weird for the parents. Why do y'all care? <laughs> right. See, in poly groups, these there's so many dangers of not letting your children know your lifestyle. This is one of the dangers. This is one of the problems. I still say poly sounds like a fucking headache. It just sounds like too much. It's too much. It is too many things. It's too much. It's a headache, but it's not like it's something. It's not like a, for the people who are poly, it's not like it's a damn, they just choosing the, the God, life on God mode or nothing. Like they literally just, <laughs> they have an affinity to love more than one person. Now, like it's just a part of who they is, right? And so it's like, yeah, it's hard as shit. And they have a lot of struggles, but like 
they can't do it with one person. It's just not gonna work for them. Period. That shit gonna be more complicated than than doing the complications that come along with this. But this is this is why you like at a certain point have to involve your kids in in that shit. And a part of why you should involve your family in it at some point, um, because just listening to the like there are a lot of poly people that hide their poly life from their families. And like it's a dynamic in those groups where it's like this one group be like, you know, you need to tell your family this is your life, this is who you are. Why you gotta hide who you are? And they be like, look, man, I grew up in a Christian household. I ain't finna tell these motherfuckers that shit. But damn, this is a fucked up situation. But I don't think the kids should have to break up. I mean, ain't no, ain't nobody related, right? Nobody's related. Lying about that. <laughs> like- Unless they lying about it, but. It doesn't have any implications. No. I mean, I and guess... If, if you truly I, thought they're young and they're going to end up breaking up anyway, why the fuck does it matter? Well, I guess it does have implications because if if a man that has a daughter and a woman that has a son get in a relationship and those kids, they can't, they're not supposed to get into a relationship. So if a, a girl's mom and dad gets into a relationship with a boy's mom and dad, I guess they're seeing it as that same kind of dynamic. It's like... But it's not that same dynamic. I mean, it it technically is if you made the couples one individual. But they're not one individual, and they're not even outwardly with these relationships. Nobody knows that these... A large part of why when parents get together and they don't want the stepchildren to get together is perception and how everybody's going to see... It's weird. Like, y'all growing up together and y'all are dating. Nobody even knows this is a thing, but y'all. Like, y'all know. Y'all aren't even doing this out in the public. And so you want them to keep your your secret and act accordingly. And that's not fair. That's not fair to them. It's not. In, re- in reality, their relationship is the 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 more official one. The kids' yep. relationship is the more efficient one because they actually came out and said, we in a relationship. Yeah. It, yeah, it definitely ain't fair to the kids. I mean, the kids should get what they want. The parents going to have to figure that fucking psychological shit out themselves. And the kids going to go off. Look, I'm all for when you go off to college, especially if you got problematic family, go to college and live your fucking life. Stop worrying about them. <laughs> Y'all Girl, go off to college. Fuck that. Fuck imagine, that. Imagine, being, imagine being imagine being in a long-term relationship and having kids and them asking, why don't we see grandmama and granddaddy and having to tell this story? Imagine having to tell this story to anybody in your life. Well, <laughs> we found out that our parents was in a poly relationship. They was all fucking each other and they wanted us to break up, but like we just left and didn't go back. That is one hell of a fucking story in this situation. It is. Damn. But yeah, the parents uh, parents should have had this conversation because again, irresponsible motherfucking parenting relationships. How you let your oldest child walk in and see that shit happening? Like, how what did that do to her relationship life? What did that do to her experience? You know what I'm saying? Like, didn't give her a chance to have a normal understanding of what relationships look like. Like, she walked in on that shit and she was struggling with it, so told her grandparents. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this the kind of shit that happened when you're not transparent about your child's with your child about their life. Because think about if if a 
a mom is solo pilot and got all of these men coming in and out the house, but not telling their kids what's happening or what these relationships mean. I mean, that that's going to be a problem. You know, and this is the culmination of one of those problems. Being in a polycule where you don't tell nobody that y'all in it, and then your your oldest child find out and have problems, and then in your head, it's convenient for you, for your kids to be brother and sister-like. It's convenient for you, but it's not an encompassing reality of the possibilities. The other possibilities is that they fucking like each other because they think that they just family friends. Yeah. Like they had it in their head that man, they gonna they gonna be so fucking excited when they find out that we actually like each other, you know? And they had to get that shit shattered because y'all keeping secrets about your lifestyle and then telling them, hey, uh fuck y'all. We want to keep our shit going on, so y'all need to break up. But y'all don't have to break up. All of that shit can go on at the same time. Just leave each other the fuck alone. Go to college and be happy. Go to college and be happy. Um. So yeah, thanks, Tag, for your for your reddits. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, and I did again send you a friend request via switch. Um. So I still I, my thing now is picking posts that have been deemed as assholes to see if we agree because sometimes we don't sometimes we don't agree that they're assholes or that there's nuanced pieces um all of these <laughs> are a lot so i have am i the asshole for telling my wife it's not my responsibility to make her fa- her mom feel comfortable while visiting am i the asshole for telling my future sister-in-law her baby is ugly am i the asshole for not hiring a girl as my daughter's weekend nanny even though she was the most qualified Am I the asshole for bringing my baby to a child-free wedding? Uh, the last one is definitely yes, but let's do the first one. <laughs> that about making mom feel comfortable? Yeah, no. Which one? Wait, yeah, the first one you read. For not making the, his yeah. mother-in-law feel comfortable? Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, it's am I the asshole for telling my wife it's not my responsibility to make her mom feel comfortable while visiting? My wife and mother-in-law have been trying for the past few months to find a time for my mother-in-law to come visit us. Mother-in-law is currently separated from her husband, my wife's stepdad, and is kind of bouncing from family members to family members, helping them out. She's been house-sitting, dog-sitting, cleaning, painting, organizing, etc., and all of the different places she goes. I honestly do not want the kind of help that kind of help at our place. I don't think we need it. But my wife wants mother-in-law to visit so she can at least spend time with our three-year-old son. Two weeks ago, mother-in-law texted my wife on a Thursday to let her know she would be coming the next day. Not the most respectful or convenient thing to give one day notice, in my opinion, but not the end of the world. She also told my wife that she plans on spending two to three weeks with us. Again, that seems like a long visit and a little, a bit presumptuous on mother-in-law's part. I told my wife I would appreciate a bit more advance notice, and she just kind of said this was what works for mother-in-law. I asked about the long stay, and my wife said that she has a lot of work stuff going on the next couple of weeks, in the evenings, and on weekends so that mother-in-law could help me out at home. I told her I don't need the help, and I don't necessarily appreciate the implication that I do. She told me it would be good for mother-in-law and our son to spend some extended time together. Last week, my wife did have to work in the evenings and on Saturday. I tried to keep our son's routine as best as possible, but mother-in-law kept indulging him whenever he wanted to stay up later or play outside later than we usually do. 
not a huge deal in the grand scheme of things, but just kind of frustrating. But my son loves playing with mother-in-law, so I didn't say or do anything about it. What I did do was pretty much ignore mother-in-law after my son went to sleep or when my wife was home. I just hung out in the basement and relaxed. I wasn't rude to her. I just really didn't initiate conversation or go out of my way to spend time with her. I guess she told my wife that I had been making her feel unwelcome and uncomfortable. My wife confronted me about this over the weekend and told me I needed to be nicer to her mom and make her feel more welcome while she visits. I told her that it is not my responsibility to make mother-in-law feel comfortable in our home. I told her that I will be civil and polite and help mother-in-law if she asks, but I'm not going to go out of my way to be proactive for her. My wife said mother-in-law is going through a hard time and it's been hard on her going from place to place without having anywhere to call her own. I told her that's of her own choice that she was the one who moved out of her husband and that she has a place to call her own. She just doesn't want to go back. My wife told me to stop being a selfish jerk and to at least act like I'm okay with her mom being there for a few weeks. She said it won't hurt me not to act like an asshole while she's here. Now, I was with him up until now. I ain't all the way with her, but I was with him up until he said mother-in-law should just go back. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like mother-in-law was in a problematic relationship. The yeah. reason I'm not with her is because she didn't. It don't sound like she told him this shit at the beginning. No, it sounds like they were. She was kind of like saying, "Well, she needs some time with the son." Oh well, I have some work to do, so she help me run her. Like, it's like she could have said, "Look, my mother is struggling with leaving her husband, and I would really like an I to be kept on her, and so I would like for her to come spend some time here. Don't no, have he to be knew. forever." He, he knew? knew that part. He knew that that she had gone through the divorce. And that she, because she'd been spending time at all of the family members' house, just kind of being bounced around. So he knew that part. But it's still how she marketed it, though. Like she, it's like she didn't say until the very end that my mama is struggling. I mean, I guess he could assume that. He wouldn't assume that. He a man. He's saying that she should go back to her fucking husband, regardless of whatever going on. So I think she should have marketed this shit at the beginning as, hey. I don't know that it would have made a difference. I feel like he knew. And his thing, he just doesn't want her there. He didn't want her there because he feel like they don't need her there. Well, listen, it don't matter because wife getting what she want anyway. She dragging, dragging her balls all over his face anyway. So <laughs> she could have still marketed it better. Like if he knew he was just going to let the shit happen anyway, it don't matter. She could have said it something different. But um, is, is he the asshole? I do think he the asshole. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't. He could be more sympathetic, empathetic. Um, or just nice at the house. Yeah. I would have to ask my wife, what What do you want me to do? Because I really just stand out of her way. What, I mean, what is she, what do you want me to do? You You knew I didn't want her to come over here. She overriding me with our son, which ain't, ain't a big deal. But look, I just stay out of her fucking way. What do you want me to do? Eat milk <laughs> and cookies with her ass? <laughs> like, tell me what to do. I mean, clearly... I'm not going to inherent value her being here, okay? And I mean, if she was motherfucking Mary Poppins, motherfucker, I'll watch movies with her all day. She can't be the most pleasant motherfucker either because motherfucker don't want to spend time. He want to be in the basement, okay? I think he didn't want to spend time. He just didn't. He didn't. I mean, he said from the beginning he did not want her there, period. He didn't feel like they needed her help. 
she's been going around to other people's homes that she's been living with and she's been helping them with cooking and cleaning and keeping the kids and stuff. And he said from the very beginning, he didn't want all that. He didn't need it. He feels like she's disrupting his child's schedule. Like he don't want her there. If, then, even if she was a pleasant ass person, he he just already decided he don't want her ass there. <laughs> and the, said, that's again, the that's the difference in how she communicates her part is because he giving excuses based off of what she her reasoning is. He's giving excuses, but well, we don't. I don't need help at the house. Okay, I mean, but her saying at the beginning. With her yeah, whole her, full chest. Even when she said that his response was, she just need to go back to the <laughs> Why would you even say that? Like, obviously, <laughs> she divorced him for a reason and left. And she left the house behind and left him because most women would want him to have tried to keep everything. If she, like, up and left, it was, it was probably not good. It was probably not good. I think he just didn't want her there. I Man. think still with the con the context of her bouncing around and why she was doing that and why people were accepting her into their homes. Like everybody knows what she's going through. He just don't care. <laughs> like he just Bro, this the kind of shit that fuck up your relationship, man. It is. Like and then my you, mother-in-law gonna be living there and your ass gonna be somewhere. Yeah, you don't know what your and especially if you being an asshole. Like you up front, you just started being a dick hole. Like if you were being welcoming and then she was fucking tripping, then that'll be a different situation. You know what I'm saying? That'll be a conversation worth having. But like, you're the problem, bro. <laughs> you're the problem. You started off as the problem. So you're, you've pigeonholed yourself into a situation where even if mama become a problem, you're going to be perceived as the reason the problem was established. Because you were never welcoming. You were never open. You were always this way from the beginning. And if she ever in a position to have to choose you or her mama, she probably gonna choose her mama. Yes. This she probably gonna choose her mama. I mean, that's just what it is. She must be the breadwinner. The wife must be the breadwinner. Mm, yeah, she. He was talking about how much she was working. So maybe. Yeah. And he um, just spent all day in the basement. <laughs> like, what is he doing for work? Maybe work from home. He just my office in my basement. Or maybe he down there playing. World of Warcraft. Could Maybe be. she make a ton of money. Maybe he down there putting together like Legos and <laughs> painting D and D and Warcraft, not Warcraft, but Warhammer figurines. Maybe I want to do the wedding one just because I want to make sure <laughs> she's an asshole. You know they be throwing motherfucking yeah like different shit. But yeah. it does say Not, if somebody tells you they want their wedding to be child free, then you have a choice as to whether or not to attend. But you don't just bring your fucking child anyway because you want to protest the fact that they didn't want no. Because listen, kids are annoying. And I know y'all who have children love your children, but other people don't feel that way about your kid. Okay. And so she don't want crying disrupting her wedding. <laughs> she don't want little motherfuckers talking and doing like they don't they ain't in control of themselves and parents are not always in control of them because you you don't know what your kid gonna do so to to keep all that from happening they said a child free wedding it sound like and if you don't agree with that and you feel like she wrong then you don't go to the wedding <laughs> that's the answer not just fucking bringing your kid but 
that may not be what it is. That's why I want to read it. I just want to know. Yeah, they be throwing us curveballs. It ain't ain't none. I don't believe none of them gonna throw the curveballs the way tag shit was throwing us curveballs. No. Um, so am I the asshole for bringing my baby to a child-free wedding? And then a baby at that. Baby's just crying for no goddamn reason at all. Just to cry sometimes. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to get you to not the asshole level. Just <laughs> some different shit gotta go down. Let's let's see. My cousin lives a six-hour drive from me and the rest of our family. A few months ago, we all drove over there for his wedding. Due to limited space, no children were invited to the wedding except the bride's young nieces and nephews. My baby was 10 months old at the time, and I wasn't comfortable leaving him alone in an unfamiliar place with a stranger, which was a babysitter that our other cousins hired for their own kids. So I decided to bring him to the wedding. I wrote on the RSVP that I was bringing him, but he would be sitting on my lap and I would bring my own food for him. My cousin didn't say anything, so I assumed that he was okay with it. My baby cried at the ceremony, but I quickly took him out of the room. At the reception, I had him with me the whole time in a body carrier. He didn't make much of a fuss and I thought everything was okay. After the wedding, my aunt, the groom's mom, confronted me and told me that I was rude for bringing my baby without permission. I explained that I wrote on the RSVP what I was planning to do, but my cousin didn't object. She said that my cousin and his bride had a problem with it, but the bride didn't want to start any drama because she doesn't know me well. My other cousin's baby was seven months old at the time, and my aunt said that he had no problem leaving his baby with the certified babysitter, and I should have done the same, and some, and that some of my cousins were upset because they thought that the groom gave me special treatment for letting me bring my baby and making them leave their kids with a babysitter. I didn't mean to start drama, and my the asshole. You should have just not went. You should have just not went. I don't think you're the asshole, but you were the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like asshole is a little bit too far. Um, but I think in this moment, everybody was so everybody, I feel like she knew that wasn't nobody gonna stop her from doing it. Mm -hmm. And people was gonna have these silent problems with it that that would be addressed later. It, it, maybe she's somebody who's spoiled and get away with what they want to, and the whole family fucking knows it, which is why they nobody do nothing to say nothing until after the end. But yeah, it, you should you shouldn't have brought your baby. I mean, if 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 the threat was calling you the problem, then yeah, you're the problem. So I will say, yeah, you're the asshole in this shit. Somebody put so I look at the comments. Somebody got RSVP. Please choose chicken or vegetarian. OP, I will have... Oh, no. Uh, RSVP, please choose steak or vegetarian. OP, I will have chicken. That was no option. You can't just write your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot just write, I'm going to bring my baby. It No, that's not how that goes. <laughs> and it's crazy because they both saw it and wanted to be like, no. But they also but, didn't want the problems that come. It's kind of like what we were talking about with the being. You don't know how people are going to respond. And she might be a dramatic ass. <laughs> there might be a reason why they was like, I don't even want to deal with this shit. With but her. also, because I see the bigger problem in how she framed telling the story. Because she knew from the jump she wasn't going to let her child stay with nobody. Yep. Like when she drove from home to the, she knew that she was not going to leave her baby with somebody else. Mm -mm. This wasn't just uh oh no I didn't I, I got anxiety because I don't expect my she knew she wasn't gonna leave her baby with a babysitter, you know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of times I would be like you know be wary of babysitter, but if all the kids was gonna be with this person, 
this person wasn't gonna be able to go do nothing to your child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're worried about the things that people be worried about with babysitters, like I mean, I guess the only thing that she could do that would involve all the kids to have a baby fight club in that bitch. And all of these babies sound small. You can't even have they can't hold their neck up. They have a fight club. <laughs> Oh, the other baby was seven months old. Them babies can't do nothing. They have a bike club instead of a fight club. They just roll them motherfuckers around over on each other and just be like, bite him, bite him, hit him. He's an apple, bite him. Seems like he's an apple, hit him. <laughs> yeah, like that's that could happen maybe, but you never planned on leaving your kid at that place. You knew your family wasn't going to say shit. I mean, of all the things that they were trying, like if your baby would have been there and not cried, then that would have been one thing. But your baby fucking cried, like they be doing, <laughs> you know. But I guess that's a good way to frame it. And because it's like they didn't say no babies allowed. They said that we have limited space. <laughs> we have limited space. So uh, it's best if the children are like at home with this babysitter that that's we probably paid good fucking money for. That is why I, you know, as much as maybe I'm too direct sometimes, or maybe I don't like say things in the most tactful way, that wouldn't have been me. I would have just been like, no kids, period. And if you don't like it, then you don't come. No fucking kids. I'm not going to word it in no nice ass way because when you do, people do this shit. Well, you didn't specifically say, no, I clearly said no fucking children of any age, baby or otherwise, I don't want no kids because they're going to cry and get in the shit and I don't want to deal with it and you don't know how to control your fucking children. Period. <laughs> I would have made, I would have, I would have gave the children a good experience. Like, if you were already going to have somebody watching the kids, I would have like a room in the back of the church where they had like a fucking juice bar set up with just juice boxes of all different types of coffee <laughs> place, a table with all kind of different crackers. Kids gonna be in that bitch spazzing like they gonna be they gonna be sixteen years old. About remember that wedding we went to, cousin? <laughs> Hell yeah, that was the best shit. I can't wait to get married, boy. That was a motherfucker. Remember all them juices? <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's a way. Like I think it's a way to not have kids create the problems in the wedding that you don't want to be created but also have them in a vicinity and having an experience that represents a positive experience as far as weddings go i think that something could be done about that i do that shit that'll be amazing like imagine having all the all the different range of gummies just laid out and for kids to be able to like just gorge on gummies out there in the back. And it's like people back there being paid to watch them, you know, make sure they don't get rowdy, don't get loud. But they just motherfucking chilling. Goddamn projector monitor up there. What movie y'all want to see? Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. What y'all want to see? We'll watch anything. It ain't that shit today. Today yeah, it'll be like Big like C Roll Melon or... No, not no. Not what is Coco Melon? I don't know anything. I don't <laughs> Coco Melon Coco Melon is just a new fucking range of shows that kids use the blues clues and door to explore it that's just one of the new shows that motherfucking kids is watching today um, i don't know what it is i don't know what the music is baby shark is in that range of places uh, or shows and all these different but i would have, bro them kids would have a, a black kids cartoon kids show or the characters are black them songs be hitting it they got hits up. They got, they got. I don't hits. know what that fucking show is. I was hearing I like the name teaching them the alphabet, and I was like, I would have loved this shit as a kid. 
I forget the name of it, but they, it's amazing. <laughs> it is a fucking amazing. I can't remember what the name of it is, but I've seen a couple of videos and I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, they, the, the hits be going hard on them shows. You're like, as a parent, I feel like I would be in there just like jamming with the kid. Like, yeah. Apple, yeah, I'll be okay. cracking up freestyle, freestyle every time the <laughs> damn shit come on. It's amazing. I don't know what show it is, but I um I keep seeing clips from it and it's it's awesome. But it's like to say no kids and be like y'all gotta leave y'all kids somewhere, y'all gotta find care for y'all kids. You, y'all gotta gotta do leave. None of that. you don't have to do any of that. That's what you have to do if you want to come. Because your your option is always to just not fucking come. But but Red, you're inviting people that you want to be there. Now you you personally, <laughs> you personally, I know. You don't give a fuck if they show up or not. Sure the fuck but not. if the if the people that mean the most to you could not come because of this parameter that you set, everybody ain't going to sit right with that. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's a lot of things that person have to put into place. Like, I'm trying to pay as little to go see your fucking ass get married as possible. Well, now, I me, me, I wouldn't come. Me, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't come. And if the person would be mad at me for not coming... We ain't. I'm okay. <laughs> All right. We ain't. We don't talk that much. No way. <laughs> like you know, I don't give that much of a fuck about if our friendship continues, right? It, and it ain't got nothing to do with you. It's all me. It's all me. I I don't care. You know, uh, if you get mad at me about things, like I don't have the space in my life for people to get mad at me and be mad, and it's somehow supposed to impact me. Like, be mad over there. And leave me alone if, if this thing that, you know, but so for me, I think that's another that's another thing. I always said that if if I wanted if I got married and I wanted the people that are close to me to be in my wedding, I would make sure that I save enough money to pay for their shit, too. That's all I'm saying, because we're expensive as fuck. When you ask people to be in your wedding, you are asking them to spend exorbitant amounts of money on a day for you. That's what you're really saying. You're really saying when you say, will you be my bridesmaid? Will you buy this $300 dress and $100 shoes and get your hair done in this organized fashion that everybody else is getting? You, mind you, you paying for all of this to be there on my day. That's why all I hear when people ask about being in a wedding is money. One of my friends cheap. asked me to be in his wedding party and... I had just moved back from Charlotte in 2009, and I had the money. I was sleeping on on Yogi couch, which was my roommate at the time. He was living with his mama, who had moved there for whatever reason. But she was she was she had a place there, but she didn't stay there. So I was sleeping on their couch, and then me and him went and got our space after that. But I didn't have no money. I had just moved here with all the shit I owned in my car, and I couldn't participate. And and from that moment. I told myself that if I want the people to be in my wedding party, if I really want them to be there and money would be an obstacle for them, I'm going to make sure I have the money to pay for their tuxedos and their travel and their time. I'm going to make sure that happens. I, I don't want barriers to who I want to be there. And if I'm not doing that for you, then I don't care if you're there or not. <laughs> same thing for kids like if i know a bunch of my friends got kids it's like okay my partner don't want kids in the wedding 
So let's create a, a room back here where we can have the kids that we can have somebody watching the kids and we can get the kids a good experience while they don't have to be a part of this stupid ass ceremony. No way. My wedding going to be stupid, too, by the way. If I ever get married, my wedding will be a, some stupid, unnecessary fuck shit that I'm going to be a part of because my partner would like to be a part of it. But I do not care about getting married. It's a fucking spectacle that costs a bunch of money that keep a whole bunch of people employed and in the industry that don't have to be necessary. But that's neither here nor there. But I think that there are way there's middle ground to making sure that people are comfortable with these situations. Like have her get up and go check on her 10 month, ba- 10 month old baby every now and then. let her sit close to the, the exit and she can go and check on her baby, you know, in the back. If she's still uncomfortable with that setup, you know what I'm saying? But like there's ways to minimize and avoid problems like this. But I do, I, I would say that she's the asshole in this situation because she already knew all the rules that was in place. She just tried to figure out her own. I'm not having no wedding, so unless my if the guy that I because everybody's like, what if he want a wedding? Cool, he can plan that shit. But if your idea of a wedding is me going through all of this stress and shit, coming up with all of this bullshit that people come, because I have, I don't give a fuck. Like I was not a little girl imagining wedding dresses and weddings and and all of that shit. That that's not who I am. I don't want that. So if you want it and you're gonna plan it and I can just show up in my nice pretty dress, cool. But if by having a wedding you mean you want me to do all of this shit, no. So we can have. I'm not gonna say I won't be a part of a wedding. I'm not planning a wedding because I don't want one. So I'll come and show up if I can just do that. But if you want me to like go through all of this shit, I don't care how much money we have. Cause we was like, where did you get a wedding planner? You still gotta talk to that bitch. I still gotta talk to her and tell her the direct. I don't want a wedding. I think it's a waste of money. I'm gonna get married at the courthouse and I'm gonna have a reception so that people can celebrate. And that's it. You gonna have this tens of thousands of dollars on some bullshit. You gonna have this man walking up to you in the middle of the day randomly saying, "Okay, so do you want to go with honeybee yellow or sunshine <laughs> yellow?" I don't. There, I, I mean, I can, the sunshine yellow has a little bit of brightness to it, while the honeybee yellow has this little like dull gloss. Which one do you like, I motherfucker? Care. I don't care. Yep. Get the fuck out of here! Don't be bothering me when I'm playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> the fucking whichever one in, the, the first one in alphabetical order, nigga. Like I don't care. <laughs> it look all of it look yellow. <laughs> I don't even see no damn difference. Yeah, I I just it's a waste of money, and I you know have no desire to have it. And so when people are always like, well, "What if your husband wanted?" Okay, he can plan it though, because that's what would be if I wanted it. I would be responsible for planning it, right? So he wanted, that's what he's going to do. Oh, we're going to go to the fucking courthouse like okay. I said. <laughs> now tell me this. Your husband absolutely wants a wedding. Mm-hmm. And he intends on planning that full wedding, okay? Mm-hmm. Are you going to participate in it regardless of what that plan is? No. Because <laughs> I so, feel like you're going to say some wild shit. No. No, I'm going to just say some shit that I've seen before where it was an Avengers themed wedding or oh, a ninja themed wedding. Like, I've seen both ninja. of those. I, I would do Avengers. That would be fucking cool. Like, who would I be? I don't know who I would be. But yeah, I would do that. I mean, That'd at this point, all of the damn, all of the heroes have a male and a, and a female version. So it ain't like you couldn't be any hero. There's Woman yeah. Thor. There's a, a woman Iron Man. There's always been She-Hulk. Um, I mean, Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye are like the, the opposites of each other. Who else? 
don't know who I'd be. But I would be I would be down for that. That would be fun. I would do that. I want to be uh if I was coming to your wedding and it was themed like that, I won't be I won't be Thor. I want Mjolnir. I want to I want to have an accessory. <laughs> I just I was I want like I want to get me a little custom Mjolnir and have that shit with my ass. I would do that. I would absolutely participate in that. Um, I don't know what you was gonna say, like some Teletubby shit or something. I don't know. I don't know where you was going. No, no, no. I mean, but I, but you said you wouldn't a ninja one. Like I've seen a ninja one too, where like people would ch- choose them between samurai and ninja and just have you know, it was just a thing where people could like be creative with how they dress and have a different interpretations on that thing. I don't know. I'd be concerned about appropriating culture <laughs> doing a ninja one. <laughs> I guess you're right. Like that might be problematic. I don't know that we should yes, be right. doing ninja shit. <laughs> You're right, you're right, you're right. Might be an issue. Um, I want to do this. Uh, this will be the last one. That what a time is. I'll, this will be the last one because I just I feel like, well, do I want to do the ugly baby or the babysitter? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got news? I mean, not really. I don't have news. Uh, it's been hard to find news in in the context of trying to avoid shit. I'm not trying to talk about. So, I mean, if you got news, we can do your news or we can ride it out doing letters. We got like 30 more minutes. I mean, the only thing that I had that I wanted to talk about was Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey breaking up. Oh, but not because I yeah, give a we fuck talk about, about them that. breaking up. Um, okay. I just want to know with this whether or not you cannot call a baby ugly. It, it, you're going to be an asshole. Even if the baby's ugly. I'm not one of these people who don't think babies can be ugly. Babies can be ugly. They look weird. And I don't even say that in a negative way. If I was swimming around in fluid, I was actually. When I was swimming around in fluid for nine months, when I came out, I'm sure I looked like I had been in a wet place for nine months. Like, babies look weird to me. And everybody's like, when you have a baby, you often, I'm going to think my baby looks weird. I, I really do. It doesn't mean that I don't love them. But I'm going to be able to acknowledge the fact that they look like they were swimming around in amniotic fluid for fucking nine months. Because that's what they that's where they've been. They got to grow into it. But you don't say that. regardless. <laughs> you don't tell people they baby ugly. <laughs> Let's see how it go. Am I the asshole for telling my future sister-in-law her baby is ugly? Then you trying to get in this family and you talking to tell her. You tell your sister-in-law, your future sister-in-law. Because it ain't even in stone yet that she going to be your sister-in-law doing shit like this. She, she might not be. <laughs> so I don't know how her brother going to feel about you calling his niece or nephew ugly. Uh, throw away for obvious reasons. I know the title, the title sounds awful, but just hear me out. Um, my brother, John, I'm 20. She's 23. Her brother's 29. And she given everybody has fake names in this, she said. My brother John is getting married later this summer. We've never really gotten along. We've all we always fight, but ultimately we're family. John is engaged to his fiance Carol, fake name, Carol's 27, and they had a baby around uh 2 months ago. I got to be honest, this baby is not cute. Normally I wouldn't say anything, but Carol will not shut up about her baby. My family got together recently to do updated family photos and Carol wouldn't stop gushing about how dor- how adorable her baby is. During each location, Carol would insist on making sure she and her baby were front and center. The photographer even asked her a few times to move so that different people could be in different positions, but she refused nearly every time. 
when the photographer was doing photos of just my parents or just me and my brother, etc., Carol would ask if we wanted to hold her baby. Just all around being very pushy and annoying. I could also kind of tell my parents were getting annoyed, but they're very polite and non-confrontational. I finally decided to say something when the photographer wanted to get a photo of me and my mom, and Carol loudly said something along the lines of the baby making the photo look so much better. I snapped to her and said, your baby isn't that cute. Just let it go. <laughs> she got super quiet and didn't say much for the rest of the photo shoot. John didn't say much either, but wouldn't speak to me and glared at me a few times during the session. Afterwards, my mom pulled me aside and said what I said was completely out of line and I need to apologize to Carol and John. I completely disagreed and said Carol needed to stop trying to shove her baby in our faces, even if the baby is a part of our family. I refused to apologize and Carol, John, and my parents haven't spoken to me since the incident, which was about a week ago. I don't think I'm the asshole here because everyone was getting annoyed and I'm just the one that spoke up. Am I the asshole? Absolutely. <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? Your parents raised you and knew that you was gonna be on this bullshit, and your brother and his wife knew that that, that you was gonna be on this bullshit too, because they let you get away with this dumb shit. The problem, the issue, didn't have nothing to do with what the baby looked like. None. If you you could have snapped at her and said everything isn't about you. Yes. Let us have this picture. You would have been fucking fine. Yep. You saying the baby ain't that cute and you describing it as she pushing her baby in everybody's face. I think you got some fucking jealousy. I don't know if you got kids or not. I don't know if you want kids and wish you would have had your kid first or something. But there's some internal issues going on with how she is responding to this woman and her fucking baby. That ain't got <laughs> nothing to do. <laughs> with that hope because she set all this shit up to have had issues with the baby even before this fucking photo shoot <laughs> what the f how can you see that's that psychosis shit how can you not perceive yourself to be the asshole like even a regular motherfucker who processes properly could be like damn i should have said that shit yeah but you think you vindicated in this everybody was getting irritated with you so me saying your baby ugly just go along with it ma'am <laughs> Man, <laughs> you you are a fucking menace. Okay, she did you it. Don't deserve to go places with your family. She did two edits. I'm gonna read the first one. Um, she said a lot of people are saying I'm the asshole because I insulted a baby, but the baby will literally never know what I said. I know I was a little harsh to my future sister-in-law, but it was warranted because not everyone wants to hear about babies and shit like that all the time. I love my future sister-in-law and my brother and the baby. Also, I feel like saying my family's going to go and see is ridiculous because we all love each other through thick and thin. I just think the baby is ugly. I don't know what NC means. No contact. No contact. Okay. Um, Ma'am, you wrong. You should not have called that baby. Because first of all, the issue that you're describing during the photo shoot wasn't nothing to do with how the baby looked and everything to do with the fact that Carol, like a lot of new moms, are like obsessed with the baby. Look, I, and I get it, okay? Nothing irritates my soul more than having to listen to a new mom go on and on about a fucking baby. The baby don't do nothing, okay? Babies lay there, they cry, they shit, they eat. Uh, they can't do nothing. So I don't get your excitement. But I also don't say that to people because I get it. It's your baby. You just had a baby. 
this baby is the center of your universe right now. And so that's what you want to talk about. And even though I don't give a fuck, I don't give no fucks about this baby. I'm going to still let this person have this moment because I understand that while it means shit to me, it means everything to them. It don't have nothing to do with me. So I will sit and I will listen to all of these stories about how the baby blinked and how that blink was a special blink and different than other babies blink or any of this other shit that people like see babies do and think is so amazing. Like babies get credit for doing the most minuscule shit. <laughs> Parents be so excited about every little thing. And maybe I'll be that way too. But you calling this baby ugly was unnecessary, unwarranted. And the fact that you don't want to apologize is problematic. It shows what a problematic person you are. Look, I will say this. I don't think she's an asshole because she insulted a baby. I think that she insulted a baby without any insulation. And what I mean by that is, you know, every time they post a picture of that baby that looked like a fucking uncle and they be talking shit about him on the Internet. It's a lot of babies that come out looking like motherfucking they named Clarice <laughs> and and uh, all these old. They look like that. And they're babies that come out on the Internet. that look like that. And people be laughing at the babies, talking shit about the babies. The baby's going to grow up to look fucking decent, okay? It, yeah. It's fine. They babies, they, they wrinkles, they yeah. wrinkles are in weird places. They can't control their shit. Okay, yeah. The problem is, you did this at an event with your family with no insulation of how you feel about that baby looking how that baby looked. Also, you're acting as if you spoke for everybody on the point of that baby's cuteness. Everybody else ain't told you that baby was ugly. No. You decided that this baby was ugly, and for some reason, you added it into the reason that <laughs> y'all need to you need to let other people take pictures because your baby ugly. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. What was the second update? Okay, everyone is saying I'm the asshole. While I disagree, I'll text text my future sister-in-law and apologize. That was the second update. Girl, bye. <laughs> the, the see again, that goes to her fucking psyche. <laughs> the fact that she came here to find the several groups of people. She probably sent them people who said not the asshole messages saying, thank you. I knew I was, I knew I would, but like the thousands of comments saying the asshole, she's not I looking at it. to say, Like, listen, I'm going to tell you, don't get on here. Don't get on Reddit looking for advice and don't want to take the shit when you get it. Don't be, I mean, you're going to have to be okay with what shows up. But you know what? The level of social unawareness that this person has to believe that people was going to agree with her, she this ain't the first time she done had this problem and it ain't the fucking last. Yeah. She's a jerk. Period. She's a jerk. You're an asshole, ma'am. You knew that when you typed that shit that you was the asshole. And yeah. you just don't want to admit it or own up to it, but it don't make you any less the asshole because you won't. <laughs> it is what it is. Ooh, wait till you have a baby. Oh, wait till you have a baby. <laughs> if you do. But I would propose that she's somebody who don't want kids, somebody who can't have kids, or somebody who haven't found somebody to have a kid with yet. And she's salty. Maybe. I don't know. Because when she have her kid, she gonna be acting the same way Caroline acting got now. What's her name? Caroline? Carol. 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 But yeah, you the asshole. Shut the yes, fuck up. Uh, if you have a Reddit post, comment, whatever you want us to uh, read on the show, 
send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com or find us on our social media. Um, the only major thing that I wanted to talk about was Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. And not even because I give a fuck about, they're two people who dated, that broke up, that shit happens. What I want to talk about is these alpha male podcasts that have used this to further push these stupid ass agendas that they have. First of all, neither one of these people has said why they broke up. Y'all decided y'all decided that it is because he wants to get married and she for the street and turn down his his wedding proposal where the fuck are y'all getting this from nobody said that nobody has said that neither him nor her nor steve harvey her mama ain't nobody said nothing about the reason that they broke up so y'all determined that for whatever reason based off of whatever the fuck that this is the reason and that this just further proves oh if michael b jordan can't get nobody you know what are we what this don't make no sense and she for the street and he he's such a good man that why wouldn't she want to marry him you know him what are you basing him being a good man based off of you don't know him you don't know shit about what was going on in their relationship. For all we know, Michael B. Jordan is the biggest fuckboy ever known to man. We don't know. And I don't know why they broke up. I really don't give a fuck. But because I don't know, I'm also not sitting around on the internet making up all of these wild ass stories to further my own agendas and trying to use these hypothetical pretend ass situations as evidence. Y'all are insane and irrational. And your your skirt is continuously showing. Like this gossipy ass shit that y'all are doing that y'all <laughs> y'all supposed to be alpha males and y'all literally sitting around on the internet gossiping that's what y'all are doing you know that that's what this is called alpha men you're gossiping about some bullshit that has nothing to do with you and about a situation that you know nothing about i don't know why they broke up and even if it's true even if that was true which again we don't have any evidence to to state that that is lori harvey is 25 years old and if she doesn't want to get married that young, she don't have to get married. She could be 45 and decide that she don't want to fucking get married. Because the thing about it is you would also be talking about her if she accepted a proposal and got into a marriage that she wasn't ready for and acted accordingly. Oh, she awful. She terrible. Why would she marry him if she wasn't ready? Y'all can't, y'all can't be happy. You, you have created a universe for yourself in which you will perpetually always be upset because you feel like women are always the issue. And for any, I highly doubt any alpha males listen to this. Alpha males, I'm using quotation marks. Uh, let me let me tell you what your problem really is. You, <laughs> Kevin Samuels and that whole little group, all they did was provide these loser ass men a reason that they're alone. Because all of these men that's talking all of this shit, they single. And it's just like, I'm not single because I'm not a good person. I'm not single because I need to work on myself. I'm not single because maybe there's some things that I need to put some, some effort into. No, I'm single because these women are evil and they're terrible and they're bad. And that's why I'm alone. And that's why I'm going to forever be alone. It's not my fault. This is just you doing a big ass finger pointing session at the world instead of looking at what the fuck is wrong with you and the fact of the matter is you're a loser that's what it is sorry truth hurts but this is like the most ridiculous shit i saw all of this shit and i was like y'all can't be serious y'all can't be serious y'all literally have come up with a whole narrative that didn't happen <laughs> look when look i was 
Like, why am I defending Lori Harvey? Right? Why have I been put in this position? Because I'm like, so because from the outside, y'all think that Michael B. Jordan is a catch because he do things that she like and because he got money and because he's attractive. The only solution for a woman that he dates is to marry him. Otherwise, she like it's so many things that could be wrong with Michael B. Jordan. That nigga breath could stink. <laughs> he might be on movie sets three months out of the year and she don't like being alone that amount of time. Like, it could be so many different things that keep them from being compatible. But nobody's thinking about the possibility of the incompatibilities that they may have. They're saying from the outside that you should be grateful to be at the presence of this fucking great man, woman. And you need to fucking be appreciative by marrying him and submitting to him and allowing him to provide you the things that you need for the rest of your fucking life. If you do anything different, then we're going to look at your history of all the people that you've been dating, which not all of them have even been confirmed. We're going to assume that you was having sex with all of them, which nobody knows if she was having any sex with any of these people. We're going to say that you just young. You just want to have a hot girl summer. You just want to be out here doing your own thing. You don't want to, you know, settle down with a man who is wanting to be with you. Number four, they come out talking about some, see, that's why men don't be nice. That's why men don't be giving women shit. That's why men don't be providing women. Because you're going to do all of this shit and a bitch is just going to leave you. That's what's going to happen. But, like, there's there's room for a number of things to be, be to be to happen. But I don't know if you knew this update, but a, a friend of the family, which of Lori Harvey's mama came out and was like, they don't know where they got this part about her not wanting to be married coming from. Because it's bullshit. <laughs> but Michael B. Jordan got, she said Michael B. Jordan seemed to have gotten out of a serious long-term relationship before they got together, and he seems to miss his ex a little bit too much. That's what I heard on the radio yesterday of the update for what's going on with them. So it's like, how is that going to change the narrative now? It's not. If it's Michael not. B. Jordan was, was a little bit too, again, because yeah, the men see men I think are so material focused where providing financially is just we give you things. I think that that is the the barometer for where they determine what a woman should want and not want. The bar is set in hell. Their bar, if you're a man that has a job, a car, and a house, you're high value. Like the bar is in hell. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to be a good person. You don't have to be good husband material or father material. You don't have to do none of that shit because I got things. <laughs> and all of those things are like the basic necessities that any adult should have. You're not special because you do that shit, bro. <laughs> the bar is set in hell. Like their bar for what a man needs to be high value. Y'all got the word value fucked up royally. Because your definition of value is not valuable. <laughs> like, it's trash. I just, of all the things that could, like, first of all, again, I it always boggles my mind when people be so caught up in, like, celebrity relationships and shit. Like, why y'all care? Yeah, it got nothing to do with you. Them staying together, them breaking up, you still broke. Or whatever your life is, it continues on the same way. Why you give that much of a fuck doesn't make any sense to me. But these podcasts, like, because you can't use this in any factual kind of way because we don't have any facts about it. Y'all just create a whole narrative for yourselves. And, like, this is must have been what it was. Based off of what? Y'all sound crazy. And this is why 
I don't get in the comments of those videos. I don't make response videos because I do not debate with irrational people. And every single listener and creator of them fucking podcasts, y'all irrational as fuck. And I can't do irrationality. I can't. You know, you know what the worst part is? Especially on TikTok. A lot of the alpha male podcast dudes, a lot of the Kevin Samuels type dudes, a lot of them are smart and manipulative. They use this rhetoric to get a response. But the people who are listening, they ain't smart enough to know how those people derived at those conclusions. They just like use them without knowing what they using. They'll be like the biggest problem on TikTok right now is this pick better men argument. And it's like have you seen that any no. any of that? You know what I so it's this whole thing where men are saying pick better men and they're trying to rationalize it to mean that, you know, you shouldn't keep going after the same types of dudes. You should see red flags and they acting like there are not men out here who mask and hide who they are and their true intentions and women can be, you know, uh, tricked by those things. But also the implication is that you should have never had a fucking failed relationship, stupid. Like, if you had a fucking failed relationship, too, you should fucking pick better. And my problem with it is anybody who has had something that did not work out, everybody fucking tries to pick a better version of it. Like, they treating this shit like it's some profound thought. Well, women, you should just pick better. But it really is dismissive. And when you're not trying to help a person understand how to pick better, then it's invalidating. Like, if you really want to help a person, then you will be like, okay, let's sit down, let's talk about how you get into these situations. You wouldn't just passively say, you need to pick better. But the way that these dudes, uh, and again, the dudes at the top who formulated this shit, they got a decent way of, I guess, communicating it to make it sound good to somebody. Don't sound good to me because I see through <laughs> bullshit. But the other men below that who just saying, pick better men, they don't have no fucking arguments or recourse for it. It's kind of like going, the way they treat it is like you go into a restaurant and you order something off the menu and it come out fucked up. It's like, they're like, you should have picked better food. What? <laughs> like, I, I didn't expect my food to come out fucked up. On the menu, the shit looked good, <laughs> right? When it came out fucked up, there's nothing I could have done to to make it unfucked up. This was an error outside of my control. Now, I guess I could not come to that restaurant again, or I guess I could pick a different entree next time, but like they using this dialogue all wrong. Either way, they that's one of those things where they use it, but that's one of those arguments that they're using right now where it's like they just don't, they ain't using it properly. And it's irritating me. And there's a whole bunch of them going on at the moment. But like it's, 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 it's just becoming such a problem to deal with these dudes that don't even have a foundation of understanding how this shit even came to be established. Because once once I'm be, I'm like, hey, look, toxic masculinity or patriarchy or this phrase that you use and don't work or that's a logical fallacy or this doesn't make sense or that's circular reasoning, they be like, you a simp. <laughs> you I need to I need you to check the email really fast. Michael's wife just said that they sent an email. You pandering. 
Did they? Did we? They showed it. Hey, just she just sent me a uh, DM on Instagram. <laughs> they sent that shit two minutes ago. Ooh, yeah, they caught it. <laughs> and you ain't finna like it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. I, I love I love y'all motherfuckers sending these letters in because y'all are on the same page. The title of the letter read is "We really must meet up sometime." <laughs> Michael, Michael's wife, what I do to y'all? Damn. No, oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Whatever. Everybody is in sync. You, you better hope Angel don't get on page. Whatever. <laughs> um. So, fuck, fuck, fuck them alpha male niggas. Oh yeah. Anybody talking shit about Lori Harvey? Listen, man. A woman can do whatever the fuck she want to do. Okay. If she wants to have a fucking hot girl summer for the rest of her life, she can. She can afford it. And y'all and don't even know that this would eat. Like, my thing is, y'all are really basing this off of nothing. No. Look, <laughs> no. listen. I don't, it don't even matter if you know or not. The only thing you need to know is that woman can do whatever the fuck she want to do. She can go skydiving for every day for the rest of her fucking life if she wants to. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. She can go try to punch a shark. It doesn't fucking matter. She can do whatever the fuck she want to do with her body, with her life. Whether you approve or agree or not, it's your fucking psychosis. Just to let you know, okay? Anyway. This is a long-ass letter. God damn. We need to wait. Uh, Unless we want the show to go 30 more minutes. I mean, yeah. I don't mind, but it's up to you. Let's wait. And so it'll be at the top of the episode so more people are likely to hear it. Because people who may not listen the entire two hours will miss it. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that next week. Because that's, that's, that's a lot. And we at the two hours about right now anyway. Okay. Thank y'all for sending it. For sure it will be on next week, though. You guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have it next week. We we need to get this motherfucker some attention. I feel it. We ain't heard from y'all in a long time. Yeah. Like, oh, this is a good one. This this is gonna be some good conversation. Yeah. So we'll do this next. I week. don't want to rush through it because it's at the very end of the show. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I don't. I had actually gone on Instagram to see if I had saved anything else, and I saw I had a message. So I do see the messages. If y'all hit me up on Instagram, I will see it. I just don't post things. Oh. They also got three. This three listen. Uh, three Reddit letters on here. Oh, okay, yeah, we definitely need to. Um, yeah. Wait to do that so that we can give that. We wouldn't have. We won't have time to do all that. Um. Oh, Justin Bieber has some kind of immune disorder that has paralyzed. I saw that shit. Uh, part of his face, half of his face. It's a virus. It's a. Uh, it's called something syndrome. Ramsey Hunt, Ramsey yeah. Hunt syndrome. Um, I knew he had canceled some of his shows because he was sick and nobody knew why. Did you see um, the video? Yeah, I did. Like yeah. that side of his face ain't moving. His nostril nope. ain't moving. His lip ain't moving. Ain't nothing on that face. That yep. side of his face move. His he it's can't like he blink. Had a stroke. It's like it's like yeah. he had a stroke. It's kind of the same thing that happens when people have strokes. Yeah. Um, Britney Spears' ex-husband attempted to crash her wedding. Why? Like, my again, it's uh, all, my idea or like my my first thought when people do shit like that is always like, what was your best case scenario? Did you think it was gonna be like on a different world where Dwayne Wade interrupted Whitney's uh, wedding at the end? Baby, please. 
<laughs> and they left together like she walked out of her wedding to be with him is that what you is that what people always think is gonna happen like because that was tv i don't know anybody in real life that that shit's worked out like that that's some movie shit that's not how real life goes and real life security come and check your ass and kick you out or the family members come and fuck you up like you know what I don't condone crashing a wedding, but imagine being married to a Britney Spears that you genuinely have love for that's in a conservatorship that is so problematic that she's you... She's not anymore. No, no, no. She's not now, but I'm saying oh. when she was married, she was in that conservatorship. So imagine... No, she wasn't. Wait. Britney Spears, she been dating that man for the whole time that she's been in the conservative. She just got married this weekend. Wait a minute, who crashed the wedding? Her, one of her ex-husbands. That's what I'm saying. Her ex-husband was in a relationship with her while she was so steeped in a conservatorship that there were parameters on how how their relationship existed. Jason Alexander, I don't even remember her being married to him. Well, first, she just got out of her conservatorship. So anybody that she married before was in a relationship with her in a conservatorship where her husband didn't even have rights to to over her, you know, decisions in her life. Like, imagine being in a relationship with somebody where they parent as an adult still making decisions for them and you and your relationship. Like, imagine being so deeply in love with somebody like that and your relationship in because of all of that shit. And when she finally get out of it, you like, we can finally be together. <laughs> but she been with this Sam, whatever his name is, man, for ye- a couple, a few years. This is not Look, like... <laughs> you, you know, when somebody has some kind of trauma, that shit fucking, it stay levitating in their brain and, and, and it just turned into some bullshit. I, look, I, I I ain't condoning crashing no wedding. You know, he should have been to therapy if he ain't been to therapy about that shit. But it's been I like- can imagine, <laughs> I can just imagine how strained a relationship like that must be. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was strained for them, but it, it's not like she, like, waited for him. <laughs> she got with the Sam dude who did just deal with the conservatorship for the last three years, and then when it was over, they get married. That's but it's been being fought for like the last however many years. So he was like, so he dated her, yeah. So the man she's marrying now also was with her during the, the whole time he was with her was during that conservatorship. No, 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 no. These are two different things because at some point the conservatorship wasn't something that was being fought against. The guy that she's marrying now has only been with her since it's been being fought. So it could have been deduced that eventually this shit wasn't going to be a conservatorship. So he was on the brighter end of this whole conservator situation. Maybe. <laughs> he had to be. He but was on she, the brighter end of it because it turned out to be favorable. Her, her fighting didn't mean she was going to get it overturned, though, because her behavior still been... So, I mean, that wasn't no guarantee just because it was... Well, but what I'm saying still is like being in a committed conservatorship where you think it's going to be like this forever versus at least having hope that you're going to be out of Because she's been speaking out about this shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the last three, four years of this, they've been fighting this shit. So, but that still means you left her to deal with this on her own and now that she didn't got out of it, you want to come back and, and bust up her marriage. Well, it depends. I don't know. It depends. I, I would assume that I would assume that 
the members of the conservatorship had something to do with the relationship ending because they the ones that allowed it to exist. Like at a certain point, she the conservatorship, the conservatorship don't have a right. I mean, yes, listen. At a certain point, that conservatorship wouldn't allow her to have kids. Yeah. At a certain point, that conservatorship wouldn't allow her to. It wouldn't allow her to marry at a certain point. Like all of this shit After had to be negotiated. That's why she hadn't married this man before now. What but I'm saying, all this shit like. All this shit had to be negotiated at some point with the people in the conservatorship. Like it just, she didn't have, she couldn't make these decisions on her own. A court had determined that she wasn't mentally capable of making these decisions. So all of these decisions were made with a fucking roundtable group of motherfuckers. So, I mean, I don't know the extent to what it was, but I'm inclined to believe that this relationship that had something to do with the relationship. Either way, she didn't move on. He left for whatever, whether he was forced to leave or not. Again, been, I, look, I ain't, don't support a nigga crashing a wedding. Nigga go to therapy. Okay? Let, let's get that clear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just creating a picture of the nuance that must come along with something like that. I mean, there's a whole mother-in-law Reddit that is like, it's, it's fucking, and those are just mother-in-laws. Those are people who ain't supposed to have control over your relationship. But imagine a mother-in-law, pen and paper, being able to tell you that you can't take your damn wife on a vacation. Imagine that them telling you you can't have another child because you got two already. Like, imagine somebody on paper through approval of the government being able in your relationship to say you can and can't do shit. Who's supposed to stay in some shit like that? You know, I understand that, like, it, it, it could be perceived as he left him, uh, left her to deal with that, and maybe he did leave her to deal with that, but maybe it is the thing that drove her away, drove him away from being in it, and maybe it just wasn't going to be sustainable. I, I don't know. We don't, nobody knows, but, you know, I'm just nuanced, nigga. Uh, and then the only other thing was that people are talking about these Arizona cops that are placed on leave because they um, watched a man drown, but one, they told him not to get in the water prior to him getting in the water. And if I was a police officer and somebody did that, I can't swim. You gonna drown. Because I know it's not that I, I don't swim well. I cannot swim. So if I jump in, we gonna both die. It ain't gonna do no good for me to jump in there. I so think even as a police officer, I would not have jumped in because we the, just gonna both die. The back, did you, did you listen to the audio? Mm-hmm. The backlash is the callousness with which they allowed what happened happened and how much they dismissed the woman's pleas. Like, once they realized that shit, like, one of them said that there's a, 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 a bystander said that there's turbines in the water, so if he get out too far, it's going to pull him under. And they could have, like, they could have made a call immediately about that. And I think that the callousness with which they handled it, it is, is the problem that they facing. Mm-hmm. It, because in in an environment where police officers are being perceived as not caring about life of people that they deem as criminals or problematic, like even just running down and saying, hey, let's get them, let's get that might have branded them potential heroes. But they just stood there like, well, you shouldn't have got in there. Shit, I can't swim. Like they just standing up there having a conversation while this man is saying I'm finna die. Like they didn't Why did he me. jump in? What was his purpose of jumping in the they, water? He was being confronted by the police officers, and I don't know if he had committed a crime or if he was under a suspicion of having done something, but he felt threatened enough that he jumped in the water. I think he was on some bullshit for real. 
he jumped in the water. He could swim. It's just nobody's supposed to be able to swim across the whole fucking lake. <laughs> you know, that's why swimmers got down swimming a fucking pool. Again, my my question always is, in his mind, what was best case scenario? He was going to swim across the lake into freedom? Look, I, maybe not. Maybe not. That's That's not the point. He made a fucking stupid decision. I don't know why, like, him jumping in the water was dumb. You know what I'm saying? But the police... The job of the police is to save dumb niggas from themselves sometimes. And I'm not saying that they could have, but had they was like, hey, go in the trunk and see if you got a rope or see if you got something long that we can toss out to them. Any fucking measure outside of standing there having a conversation about that nigga shouldn't have jumped in the water, anything else would have, they still be on payroll and probably look, be looked at as positive because they actually tried to preserve somebody's life. That's, why, That's why they're getting this backlash. And the political component of this is the reason why they got suspended. That I mean, it's with pay, police, which to me sounds like a vacation. How is police officers... What is the downside to a police officer getting suspended with pay? Outside of the, the shame. <laughs> I mean, if it turns out that there was no wrongdoing found, that should, you, should, you should be getting your family the fuck out of there and going on a trip right now. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you? Like, do they make you stay in town just in case you got to go to hearings and you got to sit in front of a bunch of groups? I mean, I don't know that, but, like, if you're suspended with pay and you are found, like, if you lose that job, you lose your pension and all of that shit. So I don't know you be in a mood for vacation and if your life is in balance, <laughs> you may not Listen, feel like doing it. If these police don't start realizing that they need to at least pretend to give a fuck about life, like, you don't got to give a fuck about life. Nigga, I don't give a fuck about life. That's why I ain't a but I know. Of but I know if somebody in front of me is finna die some kind of way that I can prevent without killing myself, I'm gonna try to help him. Okay? I don't give a fuck about a nigga dying. I'm sorry. That's just inside of me. I just, niggas die. Okay? But I care enough about humanity that if somebody is finna be harmed who they might care about life, I'm gonna try to help him. But how would you have helped him in this situation? I would have tried to help him. I would have took off but my how shirt. How would you have tried? I would have took off my shirt and my wife beater and been like, "Let me tie these together and give me your shirt. Give me your shirt. Let's tie these together. If 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 he can, if we can let these hang down and he can grab them and get out, then we can police brutality his ass. Okay, but let's get his ass out of the fucking water first. I'm gonna go in my car. You know what I'm saying? Right now. Right now, in my car, I got some shit that I could band together. Like, this just never, so happened. It just I so happened from when I came home, I got these uh, resistance bands. These resistance bands, and I got a bunch of them. I could tie them together. You can't tell me a police officer don't got something in their car that, that stretches out or, or reaches a length. You, you can't tell me that. Maybe they don't. You know what I'm saying? Because what I would they need of, it for? Well, why would you I, have that in your car? I don't. I was. Because this I feel is like, an odd ass situation that ain't. I mean, that don't happen every day. So, like, what would they need it for? I mean, I'm sure poli a police officer could never be in a situation where they would need rope, ever. Like, I'm sure police officers climbing fences and doing. I'm sure rope would be a very beneficial part of a police officer having it in their car in a scenario that they may need it. I guess. I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't. I don't know that they carry rope. I mean, I know firemen would need rope and shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But 
I mean, police officers, they always get in foot chases. Imagine a police but officer. But you don't have none of that shit on you when you get in the foot chase. Even if it was in the car, they would it wouldn't do them no good in the foot. Like, what would it see, help them? But this was a situation where their cars were nearby. They were on the road, and he jumped into a river, like, from where the road was at. Yeah, but that's not a that's not a regular enough occurring situation that you're going to have rope in case somebody jump off a thing. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is a sensible reason that a police officer may have rope is they, they run through the woods all the time. Imagine a, a police officer running through the woods and falling down a little hole that they don't see, and they can't get out of it. Like, it's a whole bunch of places they that police officers... They would ambulance to come... I mean, not the ambulance. Then the fire department would come and get them out. I don't know that they have rope in their car for, to help each other if that happens. I'm like, just, I just saying... imagine, like, a regularly occurring scenario where they would need to have rope in their cars. It's a lot of shit that we have that for regular occurring scenarios that we don't have. Motherfucker, a lot of people got emergency kits in their cars that they ain't never used. A lot of people got emergency uh, kits in their house that they ain't never used. Like... The reason that you have these things is for the possibilities, even in their rarity. You know, for I mean, I know this is kind of out there, but like when playing D and D, when you're selecting the items that you commonly have with you, rope is always something you have with you. There is always a reason to use or have rope, and I'm not saying that that should be the case for police, but police got a certain level of shit in their car. But I don't even it don't even matter if they did or not. Even for the woman who was saying my husband is going to die, if they ran to their trunks and was looking through their trunks hurriedly for something that may help that person in that case, she could at least say the cops did what they could do. They didn't have anything that would help. My husband shouldn't have jumped in the water. But now she get to blame them cops because through inaction, they didn't call nobody. They didn't check. Now, that's the problem that, could help. that I have is them not calling in for people who could have helped. Um, I don't know that any other actions that they would have been able I'm, to I'm just saying, I'm, again, I don't know what the scene looked like. The Him jumping in the water might have been so far away from them that even the things I'm saying wouldn't be realistic solutions. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying jumping to do something would have, would look better for you than doing absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? Even if you can't, you can't save the day. You know what I'm saying? It is... It's like if your woman, if your woman about to, uh, if your woman about to fall, at least you reach to try to grab her, even if you don't know you can. If you just sit there and watch her fall because you calculated in your head that it wasn't shit you could do, you gonna look like a dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gonna look real bad. So, I don't know. That's why I'm not a police officer, uh, so I don't have to deal with that kind of shit. Because again, I can't. A police officer, it. you'll definitely be police brutality and motherfuckers. Yep. <laughs> I'm not chasing you. I I'm not gonna chase you. I'm gonna shoot you in the leg. I'm not gonna run after you. The fuck I look oh, like? I feel like you'll be putting nightsticks in the back of motherfuckers' heads, knocking yeah. them out, yeah. or at least trying to knock them out. You yeah you you wouldn't need to be a police officer. But I know that about myself. That that's never even been like a goal or a job option. Not even as a child. Like police officer, not on my radar. Don't have the personality for it. Can't do it. Because this would have been me. I would be these police officers. I would have been like, I ain't finna jump in. I can't swim. And I told his ass not to jump in there in the first fucking place. You did that on your own accord, niggas. You know, you know the worst <laughs> thing you'll you do? do? You know the worst thing you'll do as a police officer? The worst thing you do as a police officer is when you having a fucking bad day from whatever happened at your house, you writing everybody fucking tickets. Yep. It don't matter. Yep. You ain't gonna be objective, objective at all. You're yep. gonna be... <laughs> That's going to be the worst thing. It's like, oh, shit, she mad today. Everybody getting a fucking ticket. Yep. <laughs> she ain't letting nobody go.
Nope. Again, all these are many reasons why I am not a police officer. I know myself well enough to know that that is not a profession that I would do well in. I would immediately be suspended. <laughs> Me either. Because as soon, as, soon, as soon as we pop a drug dealer with $100,000 in their trunk, we found $50,000 in their trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> you gonna be uh, what's his name off of oh, you gonna be Denzel Washington's character? No, 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 I ain't gonna be Denzel Washington's character. He was narcissistic. I'm gonna be an <laughs> equitable. I'm gonna be a partner in the community. <laughs> I want to be a partner in the community. I'm gonna I'm gonna strong arm people who would benefit. They have a police in their pocket. <laughs> I don't need to be in that situation because as soon as somebody be like, we'll give you your whole salary this month if you just leave us the fuck alone. Cool. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Say no fucking more. <laughs> yeah. Put that shit in stock market. Yeah. You gotta know yourself, man. Like I said, this would have been me. I would be in these police officer shoes. Yeah. 100%. Because I, I would have been like, motherfucker, I told you not to jump in there. And I can't swim. And if you think that I'm finna die because you want to die, you are insane. <laughs> you know what? Now, the difference is, I would have called, I would have made a call to like, I guess the uh, now I keep saying ambulance to the fire department or something like that. Like y'all, he didn't jump in the water. We need a rescue team or some shit. I'd have made a call, but as far as running to go do anything, I would have been standing right there. Like we called, they on the way. No, see, right now, me personally, I would just be so deeply aware that motherfuckers is like we gonna get suspended if we don't do something, nigga. Like I would be aware enough of that. You know, if if this motherfucker die from his own stupid ass self and we don't do something, we gonna get suspended, fool. We got to act like we doing something or something. <laughs> Come on, let's get him. Just run. <laughs> like what we running to? I don't give a fuck. Just run. Let's run to the edge of the water and hold our hand out. <laughs> Come this way. Come to me. Come to me. No, he ain't coming. He ain't coming. I would be like, it ain't even about what you realistically think you're supposed to do. In this culture of people being like, fuck cops, they don't care about life. They don't do shit. And if you die, they don't care. This is what happened. This is They done let so many niggas just bleed out <laughs> on the fucking ground that while realistically you can't do nothing about these niggas swimming, but... You need to go pretend, nigga. I would be, I would be aware enough that I know that we need to make this shit look good. We need to put on some goddamn acting chops for this motherfucking moment, <laughs> so that lady can be like, "Those cops did all they could do. They sat there with their hand held out, and he tried to get to him, but it didn't work. They actually tried. Like that's some shit you go, you gonna have to do, man. I'm sorry. Again, that's why I am um, not a police officer. That's why we therapists, y'all. We we yeah. got such strict boundaries <laughs> on how we supposed to be that we yeah. can't be dicks. <laughs> we if we follow the rules, we gonna be what we supposed to be. I don't, she don't need to be a police officer because she gonna be beating niggas ass. I don't need to be a police officer because I'm gonna be partnering with the community <laughs> financially. <laughs> <laughs> and and so so we therapists. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta know yourself. That's all. You gotta know who you are, what you're capable of. And I'm not capable of being a good police officer. I would not make a good police officer. I would not make a good soldier. Those are just not my lots in life. And I am very grateful to the men and women that choose to serve. 
because I am not one of these people who sit around and like, oh, they should be doing uh-uh, because I'm glad you're doing it, because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so thank you. Appreciate you. So I don't know, but that's it. That's all. Um, I hate that their letter came in so late, but I don't I want to be able to do it justice. So all right. Well, you got anything else on your mind? No, that's it. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.